This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. The Livecast gang is growing more scared of a Donald Trump presidency. We ask all our international listeners, can we crash at your place if Trump wins? We'll bring wheat and crocs and whatever the hell it does. Do we have a deal? Great. Here's the show. You may not want what's great. Yeah. Sid, so what Sid brings, you may not want in Canada. Buyer beware. And also, can I just say I, I disagree with uh, with Blandy because if I and I really think there's like zero percent chance Trump will beat anybody in a federal I, election. I, I think at this point it's safe to say he's going to win the Republican nomination. Yes, but he will be trounced by either Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton. I hope so. But. Even besides that fact, even if Trump won, I'm not fucking going anywhere. This is my fucking country. Yeah. I will take it back. I will be motivated to be more of an activist and organized and defend this country from that fucking idiot scumbag. We have more perspective on Trump because we lived in New York where Trump was like on the news every single day when we were growing up. Yep. And we know what a fucking scumbag this guy is. Yeah. His dad built the uh, the projects in Coney Island. Somebody yep. had to. They're not projects. They're just... Yeah, they're not projects. Well, they were technically projects. They but were. they're not quote-unquote projects. No, he, he mean, Rob means like they're not welfare, where they put yeah. welfare people. Just middle-class people live there. Yeah. It's just middle-class housing. No, but there's like a lottery and stuff, because I remember my friend had to apply for that. It's not yeah, government it's, run. It's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, oh, it's it's like a, a lottery yeah. rent, but it's it's for middle-class families. It's a lottery run by the, oh, the developers. Mm. So, yeah, a lot of uh, crazy Trump stuff. Uh in the last few days, <laughs> the last, last few yeah. months, well, yeah. ever yeah. specifically oh, since crazy. he's been alive, yeah. But uh, earlier today, uh, you know, this is you know, this is a metal injection live cast where yes. we're going to get to the metal. No one. We have a yeah. special guest, Dan oh. Liker of Venomous Concept, calling in very shortly. Very excited to talk to him. He is a metal lifer. Perhaps we'll voting some, for Trump. Well, we can ask we can him ask if he's him. voting for Trump. Doesn't he live um, like upstate? near Donald Trump's park. Didn't he buy a park or something in upstate New York? By I don't like know, West but Chester I do believe that he does live upstate, so we could we could ask how close he is to that park. And isn't it Lilker, anyway? Danny Lilker? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Lilker. Because Rob was going to say lifer, so he said liker. Thank you. Thank you, Noah. You understand how I my I got inside your head, Rob. Get out of my head. Anyway, uh... Rob would be considered a metal lifer if he still liked metal. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> Does my scowl come across on the radio? Oh. Well, maybe he's a lifer because he feels imprisoned by That's having right, to report yes. on, on metal. A prison of his own construction. <laughs> How sad. Darren, does my scowl come across oh. to her? No, you're right. smiling when you're No, smiling. I'm not. <laughs> it's a lucrative prison. <laughs> Didn't you just go to the metal injection party? Yeah, yeah. So, and I went to Black Sabbath earlier this week. So yeah, that's so he's a metal. That was presented by Metal Injection. That show. Mm-hmm. Good job. Yeah, we got a big sponsorship. Today. Nice. No, that wasn't true. But uh, let me just play this Trump clip really quick. I want to ask you about the Anti Defamation League, which this week called on you to publicly condemn unequivocally the racism of former KKK Grand Wizard David Duke, who recently said that voting against you at this point would be treason to your heritage. <laughs> Will you unequivocally condemn David Duke and? Now, so like, 
A normal person would be like, of course. Well, does sure. Donald Trump know what unequivocally means? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly he does Do you think he's a dumb guy or do you think no. he's... No. Well, I, I don't. yes. He, listen, do you remember SNL used to do these parodies of like pro, like Trump recording promos for The Apprentice? Yes. And he completely botched the lines and stuff? Mm-hmm. That's based on reality. A friend of mine who I used to work with, Trump would do like a little radio featurette uh-huh. for after every episode of The Apprentice where it was like, you know, him like reading a promo, giving a little commentary about the episode, whatever. Okay. And they'd have these like really simply written promos and he could not deliver <laughs> the wow. most basic sentences. He did not understand punctuation. He did, he needed everything rewritten. He delivered it completely. He was It was like trying to explain it to somebody from a different country. I don't like doubt. I don't, I'm not he sure. He like, actually said something very similar when Trump was hosting SNL that he completely misread a line yeah. or something like that. That's, that's a known thing about Trump. Mm. But that's just a reading. He might just have a, a dyslexia or something. That doesn't okay. mean he's I stupid. Suppose. Maybe he's autistic. I just think <laughs> that it's a it's a big gray area. Like I know there are people who can be bad at that and just be good at. I think he's very good at, at public speaking, and convincing people of stupid yes. self promotion, ignorant he's things, a, and also dodging questions like he does right here. Let, let's hear this clip. Say that you don't want his vote or that of other white supremacists in this election. Well, just so you understand, I don't know anything about David Duke, okay? <laughs> I don't know anything about what you're even talking about with uh, white supremacy or white supremacists. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Did, did he endorse me or what's going on? Because, you know, I know nothing about David Duke. I know nothing about okay. white supremacists. And so you're... Except you know nothing about white supremacists are racist? I mean, I know that, at least. Like, to me, all people what are equal. He- is he saying that he doesn't understand the concept of white supremacy or that he knows nothing about white supremacists endorsing him? <laughs> I'm know, thinking of the second one. Yeah, but it does sound like yeah. the, the former. You're asking me a question that I'm supposed to be talking about people that I know nothing about. But I guess the question from the, from the Anti-Defamation League is, even if you don't know about their endorsement, there are these groups and individuals endorsing you. Would you just say unequivocally you condemn them and you don't want their support? Well, I have to look at the group. I mean, I don't know what group you're talking about. <laughs> you wouldn't want me to condemn a group that I know nothing about. Let's I not be hasty here. If you would send me a list of the groups, I will do research on them. Oh, yeah. And certainly I would disavow if I thought there was something wrong. This but you may have groups plan. in there that are totally fine, and it would be very unfair. So give me a list of the groups, and I'll let you know. What? Okay. Who I mean, I'm just talking about David Duke and the Ku Klux Klan here, but... I don't know. Any, honestly, I don't know David Duke. Oh I don't believe I've ever met him. I don't I'm know the Ku Klux Klan. Him, what I is that? I don't know anything about him. Ku Klux Klan? I mean, you have to hand it to him. That is presidential level, level dodging. Rambling. Question yeah. dodging. Mm-hmm. Like, he expertly dodged the... Because obviously, he can't say he's against the Ku Klux Klan. So like Klux Klan, Klan, that's like a, yeah, like a quarter of his support. He right. wants that racist vote. He yeah. needs that. That's his base. But aren't the, aren't the KKK already used to people condemning... Like, they, they know you have to say, yeah. we don't like you. Yeah. And they'll still vote for him if he does the racist things they want. Yeah, they probably love that he didn't... I think he should... Listen, to me, the thing that people say about Trump when they like him is that he speaks his mind. Yeah. This is the opposite of him speaking. He clearly wants to say, I hate black people and I hate mm. and I support the I, KKK. I still don't think I feel it's all an act. I no, no, he's racist. Yeah. I don't I totally disagree with that. I think he has the I don't think he wants to go lynch black people, but I do think he's dismissive of black people. And I think he's dismissive of issues. I think he's dismissive not of black people, mm-hmm. but of poor people. Yeah. 
Okay, like he's but, just like a New York elitist who's just used to hanging yeah. out with rich guys, and he only likes his, his rich friends. He doesn't. Everyone else is like uh, everyone else. Everyone is a else puppet. is a loser. I think it's both. I'm sorry. I don't think. I think you're right. He's good friends with. We uh, can John agree King. to disagree on this. Well, one. <laughs> I think you're no. I'm not even disagreeing. I think what you said is correct, but I also think he's dismissive of people of other. He think he's hanging out with black people. Don King. Time to, come on, you really think <laughs> Don King is an exception? He though. hangs out with people he's who make him ones. money. That's all he can, yeah. like that. Will this person green. make me money? I'll be nice. To I him. think Will if, he not get the fuck out of my way. I think if he sees a black guy coming his way, he'll cross the street. If he walks anywhere, he's not. He he's yeah. He's rich <laughs> enough that he has a security detail to go a few blocks ahead. And if there's black guys, he never even he makes it, them. Cross it never the even street, comes yeah. as up as an issue. You, you can't tell me that a guy that grew up with a silver spoon in his mouth yeah. that you know that was pampered his entire life, surrounded by white people, is but not, he also he grew up in New York. Uh, come on, yeah. you know that there's parts on the Upper West Side. Yeah, yeah that's not. There's that's parts like of New York wealthy. where you never, if you don't choose to, oh, yeah. have to uh, interact with any that's black true. people or any people of any color other than white. I but, think uh, there's definitely some dismissiveness of. He loves side. the Jews. They're all his accountants. You know, he's not. <laughs> all and also, on the even if side. even if he's pretending, though, that's a racist statement. What? Like he's effectively a racist, even if he's full of shit. Yeah, you well, that, I mean? that, sure. that's sure. Yeah, he's he complicit well, because he wants their votes. He's a quasi. He's using. He's using the KKK to get votes. He's yep. a racist. Period. If you are not a racist, you have qualms about doing that. I, like when I say I don't think. Uh, I guess it's just like a technicality of how unethical. you. De- yeah, like how you. De- well, that I mean, how you define a racist. Like what? What yeah. is the definition of a racist? Like we have a. Oh, I what think, is I it? Think, then? I think we're like. For me, it's like. Does he genuinely think that white people are better than black people or other people? Yes, I think the answer is yes to that. I think it, I don't think I so. think you're right that there are different varying uh, degrees of what a racist is, and he's all of them. <laughs> well, he's just everything that's wrong in this world. He is. I did want to play this other clip because this is essentially like a wrestling promo. Let's hear it. This GOP debate, this one minute of <laughs> chaos. And I had, like I've said this before, Trump is 100% my favorite heel, Mm -hmm. my favorite bad guy, quote unquote, in the presidential race. And I have you know that my mom actually called me and uh, was like, <laughs> did you see the debate last night? Robert. My Robert. mom did the same. Trump, Trump was so good. You uh, didn't let, more like he, he, he didn't, like they were attacking him from the left, from the right. He didn't let anybody say anything. And then I went and I like watched some clips. Like, what is she talking my about? My mom was actually like, yeah, I watched it. I don't know like any of these people. I'm like, see, your common sense is finally breaking through. <laughs> let it break through, well, mom. Well, when I did watch the debate with her a few weeks ago. With like, Sid's you know, mother? Third, no, no, no. With my mom. Okay. With my mom. I, Better it, you than me. I was like... It was good because I would like point out how like look all they're doing right now is fear mongering. They're not really saying anything. They avoided the question, and like she agreed with me. So it was like if someone can just guide yeah, yeah. these old people. <laughs> yeah, see, that's one hundred percent it. It would be fine. But here, here's the clip. I think. I think this, this guy's a choke artist, and this guy's a liar. <laughs> oh, oh wait, this, this is, this is an edited thing. Hold business. on, hold on, hold on. I want the the real clip. Just. Hold on. Hold Speaking on. of moms, my mom called when I was on the phone with my mom the other day. If there was ever any doubt about how oblivious my mom is, this like sealed it. We were talking about Bernie Sanders. Oh, and I was explaining to her how like she didn't realize that he grew up like a block away from where she my mom still lives and where I grew up. And my mom stops at one point, she's like, Is he Jewish? 
goodness. Trump? No, Bernie Sanders. Oh, Bernie Sanders. Oh my my mom was not sure oh. if Bernie fucking Sanders was Jewish. <laughs> I don't know. Sanders she... is, you know, not such a name. It's like, do you hear him? Do you see my him? My brain melted and leaked out of my fucking ear. <laughs> she probably thought that there's no way a Jewish person could you know, get to that level. I are sure. Did she change her allegiance now? Did She's she on the fence. She's on the fence. She's I'm I keep telling her, I'm like, see you when you watch these things, your brain tells you the facts that these Republican candidates are horrible. But then you go back to Fox News and it undoes the work that your Ugh. brain did. So you just need to listen to your brain and stop listening to what Fox News tells yeah. you. Yeah, like how did the two people that produced you Follow Fox News. They're dumb as well. They're both dumb. I, I, as my parents rocks. are also getting it as well because they're like, "Oh, we're we're supporting the Republicans." I'm like, "You realize the Republicans don't give a shit about you. They're gonna, yeah, yeah. they're gonna cut any yeah. and all services yeah. that in any way benefit you. Yeah. Like, like you should be rooting for Bernie Sanders. Yeah. He's like out there fighting for you. And yes, like, but Robert, we don't want the gays to get married. Yeah, it's very important. <laughs> they don't even care about that. But what about the abortion? They, their biggest thing. <laughs> no, they don't care about that. Their biggest thing, truly. Is Israel, which is like yeah, Israel. My mom brings Why? that up Why? a lot too. Like, I'm like, hey, you know you've never been there, right? <laughs> you know you're you can't afford to go there. You'll never go there. You're gonna be dead soon. You'll never have gone there. Why do you care so much about Israel? So that's your mother. It's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> what? She's old. Like there's time's running out. If she's gonna go to Israel, she better get that fucking ticket soon. And I'm not buying it for her. <laughs> my mom is actually going to Israel pretty soon. Oh, oh they could go together voluntarily. Wow. Uh, on a little, on like a adult birthright. We have to go before death like, right. <laughs> we have to go before Hillary. <laughs> before they do my, mom, my mom greatly dislikes Hillary. Yeah, my mom too. Well, I greatly dislike Hillary. Yeah, I'm not a fan. But of her I would either. still vote for her yeah. if she was against any of these Republican Nazis. Rob, so your mom is going to go to the Wailing Wall and put a note about how her son is a failure and she wants him to do better in his ow, life. Ow! Ow! No. My mom is very proud of me. Oh, Jesus, she is? Though. I'm sorry, I didn't sure. know that. How dare you! Mm. Wow. I just assumed that your that mother also thought deep. you were a failure. Your mom is going to the other side of the globe to pray for you to stop being a loser, is basically what Noah just said. Wow. My mom isn't Donald Trump. My son is such a loser. I mean, no, couldn't she just ask one of your relatives that's already there to do that? Why does this mom have to travel so far? Just make a fucking Ouch. phone call. I can make a call if I want Well, here's the clip. I found the clip of uh, the Republican debate going... Just full-on wrestling promo. Cruz, I know politicians. I know politicians. Believe it or not, better than you do, and it's not good. Oh, I believe it. No, no, I believe you know politicians much better than I do because for 40 years you've been funding liberal Democratic politicians. And by the way, I funded you. The the reason you're welcome to have the check. I funded this because let's be clear. Yeah, you I gave, gave me five thousand dollars. Never funded and, me. And, and by the way, let's. He never funded me. <laughs> Who was that? Saying? Mark Rubio. Rubio. Yeah. Also, funny. Ted Cruz just sounds like a southern. He sounds villain. like a muppet. He like, sounds like a villain in a muppet yeah, movie. Just sounds a such a villainous voice. Works on um, the conservative um, channel at Sirius. Could you be friends with someone like that? Well, it's just, well, he just a job. No, no, no. She's she's a producer, but she, you know, she's just following orders. She's not conservative, uh-huh. and she had to go to one of the caucuses. Oh. And she met him, and she said he has nothing. Like it's it's just like a blank wall yeah. behind his eyes. All he like he's just power hungry. Yeah. I believe it. Be clear. Can I be clear? 
Donald claims to care you know why? I about didn't want to, Don, but he sent me his Donald, book Donald, with his autograph. Donald, I understand rules Mr. are very Trump, hard for you. They're very confusing. Job. I have his book. Okay, yeah, that, on that, your reality TV show, not in thank you, Donald. Thank you for the book. Donald, thank you for the book. This is on national TV. Donald, you can get back on your mat. a lot of fun up here tonight, I have to tell you. Here we go. This is the best part. It's coming up right now where Trump like roasts Cruz to such a level that like Cruz should have just quit the quit the debate at this point. Thank you for the book. Don, I Donald, Donald, relax. Go ahead. I'm relaxed. <laughs> You're the basket case. Go ahead. Donald. Go ahead. Don't get nervous. My, Go ahead. <laughs> my name I promise is. You. Go ahead. Don't get nervous. You're the Go ahead. Like wow. What like. It's like this is a debate. Like, where are the issues? What are it they sounds like about? a junior high school fight where the two kids are both saying, "Hold me back." Yeah, yeah. And there's yes. just like a lot of shit talk, but Go they ahead. won't actually hit each Go other. Go ahead. Don't be nervous. It's like, seriously, the moderator should be like, "Guys, like, see, we'll move the podiums out of the way." Fight. Yeah. Go ahead. Do <laughs> it. It should be the next debate. Well, Wolf Blitzer tried to get get control of this right now, and then like, then uh, Cruz got pissed that his answer got cut off because. <laughs> Which is, uh, has nothing about I've you that, you. that I, makes I, I, anyone nervous. You're losing people so are badly watching this. You don't know okay. what's happening. Gentlemen, the well, well, I'm going to ask that my time not be deducted when you're yelling at me. Okay, now. The latest debate. Uh, well, hold on. I'm going to get my answer. He doesn't get to yell at me. He doesn't get to yell at me. He called me a liar and interrupted the whole time. And then Wolf Blitzer punishes them. The caption. Nobody's getting any time. Honestly, they should just let the moderator have like a thing to turn off their microphones. I'm surprised that, they don't do that. Like, uh, the, the caption had just has unintelligible yelling. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. Well, do, do I not get a response? You'll have, you do I not get a response you'll get, without you'll being get plenty of response, so stand by. My name was I want to talk. I want to talk about ISIS. <laughs> ben Carson in there. Oh, why is he still there? How is he still ben there? Ben Carson's there. I will gladly accept the nomination of the KKK, the support of the KKK, <laughs> anyone that wants to vote for <laughs> anyone me. Anyone who's a Please. Here's Please vote for me. One more clip where I can't believe people cheer Trump for this, which is Rubio calling him out. But I also think that if you're going to claim that you're the only one that lifted this into the campaign, that you acknowledge that, for example, you're the only person on the stage that's ever been fined for hiring people to work on your projects illegally. You hired some po- no, workers no, from No, I'm the Poland. only one on the stage that's hired people. You haven't hired anybody. That's not true. He has assistants and stuff. He's got an office of people, like administrators. Right. Every campaign hired. has yeah. to hire What he's really saying is, I'm the only one that's a businessman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rest of them are just politicians. Yeah. yeah. And that's what these idiots like love him for. He's a real but businessman. But the thing is, that's he's exactly. a businessman who's aspiring to be a, a politician like the rest of them. So does that like taint him? He's a failed businessman. Yeah. He's been over and over and like over. six times yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. He's awful. Yep. At business. And it's, he didn't come from nothing. Yeah, you know? he's not self uh, He used his daddy's money and dumb. turned it into less money, but still yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I asked my boss this the other day. We were discussing Trump. Will this, if he becomes president, will this be the first first lady that we've all seen naked? <laughs> um, oh, was Melania naked? Oh, yeah, there's a picture. She has the worst boob job. Oh, Hopefully, really? once she got with Donald, he fixed those up because oh, they are before. like lopsided and scarry. Really? It's just, but yeah, she's naked on the internet. Wow. And I'm thinking Nancy Reagan did not have her pussy out oh, at any point. Who would you want to see naked that was a first lady? Barbara Obama. Yeah, I wouldn't be against it. I mean, Michelle Obama's not the best looking woman in the world, but I. She's pretty hot. Yeah, she's fine. 
Especially like for, for a, a mom, first lady. For like, yeah, a, like a, mom. a mom. I thought Jackie Onassis was weird looking. Yeah, she had yeah, a duck face. No. She was like all somehow like a like that's a fashion, like, uh, icon. fashion icon. Well, she was like, fashionable. Yeah, I think that's because yeah, she's the first. She was the first first lady that like dressed up yeah. in modern. I mean, clothes. Yeah. Compared to Eleanor Roosevelt, you know. <laughs> yeah. but I'm saying she wasn't like all that. Eleanor <laughs> Roosevelt, you could stop a clock with that face. <laughs> <laughs> all right, enough p- political talk, please. Let's get a. Right, we can just ask Dan Lilker what he thinks. We can we can invite him to join the conversation. You can ask what he thinks of Barbara Bush looking like George Washington's grandmother, <laughs> or like just like what George Washington looks like now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, giving him a, a ring a ding ding. What's his phone number? Damn it! Six four six nine two nine one three five seven. If you want to ask him a question. That's right. You can call Ask Dan a question, 646-929-1357. Hello. Hey, Dan, it's Rob. Hello. You are on the Metal Injection Livecast. I'm here with Noah. Hello. Sid. Hey. And Darren. He's not talking Hello. Yet. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi. Uh, Dan, thank you for taking some time to talk to us. I know you got some, uh, got a little band rehearsal, so we, we won't keep you too long. But, uh, uh, you know, we were very excited to talk to you. We are... Four Brooklynites, and we feel you know. Uh, as far as the New York scene, you're you're a bit of a legend here, and uh, I just want to like I want to get this out of the way. Give us some memories of Lamore, yeah, the we're, classic we're right Brooklyn venue. Bay we're Ridge. right by Lamore, yeah. What are what are your thoughts on the venue? Do you wow. have any good memories from there? Yeah, yeah, Lamore's. I have lots of good memories from there. That's where <clears throat> I first. Even before I was playing, I was going to see bands there like Venom and Accept and Voivod and, man, lots of, excuse me, Slayer bands back in the day. And then when I got to the point where Nuclear Assault had a steady lineup, that is really where we got our footing, where we started playing a lot of shows and getting noticed by, you know, uh, not only just people in the metal scene, but also like labels because it was cool living in New York because that's where Combat and Roadrunner were located. So, uh, Lamores definitely just, um, was tremendously important for the New York metal scene. And, uh, yeah, it was a shame when it kind of, uh, they stopped doing it. I mean, I remember they switched the layout of the club, but it just wasn't the same anymore. It wasn't the glory days like in the 80s. But yeah, very fond memories of that, definitely. Yeah, it turned into a dance club. Like, one part was metal, and then the other part was Club Europa. Remember? Uh-huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, yeah, I remember that, and I'm like, shit, I mean, ooh, I don't know if I could say that. Yeah, but, go uh, for it. Go for it. Whatever being, word uh, you want. <laughs> yeah, there were... Uh, plenty of dance clubs already. I don't think that percentage-wise, it made much sense. I mean, maybe for dollars in sense, but just out of, like, fairness to the metal scene, if anybody cared about that, then why would you want to take one of the only remaining metal clubs at the time and then make it 40% or whatever a dance club, and there's already millions of those, I guess, just because then you could have more expensive drinks and whatever. Metalheads, you know, they drank Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need so maybe, fancy cocktails. Maybe that was it. Yeah, and, no, and I don't drink that no more. I'm a, I'm a craft beer snob, but those were the days. <laughs> oh, nice. So, uh, what made you uh, get out of the city? I know you live uh, in upstate New York now. Like, what made you relocate? 
oh, a certain young lady I met. Oh. Um, my wife, my wife, yeah, my wife's from Rochester, where I live now. And, uh, yeah, you know, I lived in the city. I grew up there. I lived there for 35 years. And it was just kind of a case of been there and been there, done that. I mean, when I go back now, for instance, we're actually going down next weekend to visit my mom. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to go back and see my old friends. But, you know, uh, you're over it. It's just, yeah, um, it's just more mellow up here. There's more room for like all your equipment. You can have like a room to, to yeah. jam in and stuff. Uh, I was just curious, what neighborhood did you did you grow up in? You don't have to get too specific, but just like what part of Brooklyn? I'm actually from Queens. Oh, I don't from know Queens. If that's a big shopper. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm from Bayside, Queens. So I don't know oh, if yeah. you're going to know if I get specific if I say Bell Boulevard and Northern Boulevard intersection yeah. where the White Castle is or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, well. Uh, that's where I'm from. I mean, I spent a lot of time in Brooklyn, you know. Right, right. So driving back from Lemoore's and uh, <laughs> making sure I didn't have too many Budweiser's or whatever. And uh, sure, but, and of course, Queens never, I mean, maybe now I think there's some metal clubs, but you had to go to the city of Brooklyn. Yeah. They had Lemoore East, which was kind of short-lived. But, uh, no, I'm uh, from one of the five boroughs anyway. Yeah, it's all Long and, Island. Uh, Guess what? They didn't finish construction... Yeah, they didn't finish construction on the BQE just yet. So, <laughs> Still so going. You... Well, <laughs> that does not surprise me. You know, and there's yeah, there's certain things I miss about New York, like the pizza and direct flights to Europe and everything. Sure, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, that kind of thing. Here in Rochester, rush hour means you got to slow down to like twenty. You know, nobody's going to shoot each other because you're in the BQE for an hour and a half or something. <laughs> it's just a smaller town. It's still a bit, it's still got a skyline and it's got Xerox, Kodak and all that stuff. But, you know, it's just, and of course it snows a hell of a lot more. And they know how to deal with that, so. How's the music scene there? Um, it's pretty strong. Rochester has a bottomless pit of crazy talented guitar players, that's for one thing. Um... I can only vouch for the extreme metal scene, which I'm a part of playing with two different bands, and that is nice and healthy. So you got a couple, some good venues here. Nothing uh, that... There's one bigger place called the Montage, but mostly I'm at either the Bug Jar or a place called Monty's Crown, which is really small, but it's, uh, it's just perfect. It just uh, works. You can't fit everybody on stage. Who gives a shit, you know? So... Uh, yeah, I would say it's a pretty good scene. Lots of good bands. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed it immensely. Cool. Uh, a few years ago, uh, actually, like when Brutal Truth was kind of winding down, uh, you posted a statement saying that you were you were retiring from from the metal oh, life. Yes. But but it's well, it's you very can't really retire. yeah it's very clear that you're you're still remaining pretty active, of course, with Venomous Concept with your other bands. Like, or, did you just mean like you just weren't? It wasn't going to be like a full-time thing for you? Like you wanted to just stay in Rochester as much as possible? Yeah, mostly. I tried to phrase it carefully that I wasn't completely retiring. What I was doing was trying to just not make it as much of an obligation at a day job anymore as I grew older. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play music, you know, at the pace I wanted to play it. And Brutal Truth was the only band I was still in that was still kind of in the cycle where 
write, record, tour, etc. And uh, also at that time, you know, certain dudes in the band and people were having kids, they were putting limitations on their time, which made it really hard to do stuff anyway. So just a bunch of different reasons. It just made sense. But I didn't want to tell those guys, I don't want to do this anymore. So I decided to be more diplomatic and go, look, I'm just going to semi-retire. But now I regret it because now I'm still doing lots of stuff. And you got cynical Germans going, oh, but Danny, I thought you were retiring, but you are here. So, <laughs> well, we you should... Know, I get that. And uh, go ahead. I was going to say, we should let our listeners know that um, you have a biography out called Perpetual Conversion, and uh, where you talk about... Yeah. Uh, 30 years of uh, of your career and I guess what a lot of people don't understand about touring is that there's a lot of downtime and you know just like traveling from place to place can get a little bit like ominous um, so what I always wonder is for for someone who goes all the way back like 30 years what was tour life back then without Skype and without internet and how are you keeping busy well, yeah, things were different back then. I mean, uh, without cell phones and the internet, you actually had to like pull over about an hour outside of town and call the club or the promoter and go, all right, dude, we're in Indiana at X30, so we're about an hour from Chicago. Can you just tell us how to get to your club <laughs> and uh, stuff like that? And then, yeah, as far as downtime, well, that's kind of funny because now when you walk backstage in a metal show, you know, the whole joke is you think it's going to be, you know, chicks, partying, drugs, yeah, chicks and drugs. Yes. Yeah, all that. And it's just a bunch of dudes staring at their phones. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Can you, you know, kind of walk back? And walk, huh? No, I was going to say, can you recall any like crazy, like backstage moment from when other things were happening? Again. Well, I mean, uh, there were periods of excess back then, <clears throat> especially when I was a single man, but uh, nothing too excessive in that. you got to remember, we were playing extreme metal. This wasn't hair metal, which was all about the chips and all that, you know? Yes. I mean, craziest stuff, you go back, you know, the backstage at one of our shows back then was, I don't know, just rain shit, like fogging out the room and smoke and having the guy walk back waving his arms going, oh, Jesus, you guys can't do this in here. What are you doing? <laughs> and, you know, just uh, things like that. Um, <clears throat> of course, yeah, it's still more exciting than watching a bunch of dudes stare at their phones. But, you know, uh, that's funny because you used to get backstage and go, where's the beer? And now everybody's like, what's the Wi-Fi? What's the Wi-Fi <laughs> password? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's wow. great. I do also yeah, love in your so, book, uh, you talked about uh, hanging out with uh, Fenris uh, in Oslo and, and dropping acid and how he lived with his mother. And then his mom would, would pop in and be like, do you guys want some waffles? <laughs> I thought that was a, a very... Waffles are real big there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we didn't want waffles there. Yeah, just the thought of seeing a bunch of gelatinous jelly on top of waffles when you're peeking on mushrooms was a little unsettling. So uh, neither of us wanted waffles. We were happy. We had beer, and he was playing a bunch of trans techno, I think. I kept bugging him, telling him to play this one dark zone record, and he would say no. And then he would do something random, like put on the crumb suckers. And I'd be like, where the hell did that come from? But uh, 
Yeah, that was a fun day. <laughs> yeah, that was in the suburbs of Oslo, actually, in a town called Ski, just like skiing. And, uh, yeah, it was just a fun memory. And I know people think, oh, those guys in the black metal scene, you know, they're maniacs walking around scowling all the time. But uh, he's a pretty fun dude. You know, he'll sit there. And one time when I walked into a, uh, a bar there to meet up with him, might even have been that day, I think he was got his Walkman on and was listening to Andrew Dice Gray and just sitting there laughing. Nobody else knew why. <laughs> so uh, That's amazing. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Cool. Um, those people I know, they have reputations of being, uh, what you call it, evil all the time, but I can assure you they're not. Yeah. And let's talk about Venomous Concept. I love this this group. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's sort of like a super group, and you basically can't escape Kevin Sharp. <laughs> uh, you, you, I know. Brutal Truth kind of, kind of uh, uh, is on hiatus now, and then he, he hopped on to Venomous Concept, uh, and now you guys are working together in that. And, and you know, I think it's really cool. Obviously, all of you guys are professionals. You've you've been around the block. Is it easy getting together, writing songs with a bunch of guys who know what they're doing? Oh yeah, I mean, some of the stuff you got to remember. We haven't put out a record for like eight years, mm-hmm. so some of the riffs on here are actually quite old. Mm-hmm. When Brutal Truth started doing stuff again, we toured the UK in two thousand seven, and I think. I ended up staying a few days after that, just staying with Shane and Danny and writing stuff. And then that was a long time ago and I forgot about it. And then finally, when we were doing and starting to do a new record a few years back, um, we didn't actually get together like internationally. I was just, uh, I wrote a couple of more songs at home because I have, you know, on my Mac here, I can demo stuff. I can program drums too, realistically enough, so I can send people a completed instrumental MP3 going, here's something I got. If you like it, I'll show you what the chords are. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're all old veteran bastards of this scene, and we know what we're doing, and when it's time to make a record, we don't all have to sit in the same room if, if that's not logistically simple, which, of course, when you have an international band, that could be a problem. But, um, yeah, as far as Kevin... Yeah, I mean, uh, that's cool playing with him again. The Venomous Concept is also a different animal than Brutal Truth. It's not crazy, technical, insane grindcore. So it's easier to play. Their joke is you can start drinking earlier in the day. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's just fun stuff. And like I said, compared to Brutal Truth, I mean, I could play it like I could just daydream while I'm playing. Like, hmm, I wonder if I could get a kebab after the show. I wonder when that place closes across the street from the hotel. And then I'm like, oh, shit, sounds over. Yeah. So. so did you guys record it yeah. separately? You kind of alluded to this uh, a few moments ago, but uh, were you guys not together when recording this? Most of the guys recorded together because most of the other instrumentalists are all British mm-hmm. or Danny's not British, but lives in England. Mm. So I think they went and, uh, <clears throat> put some drums and guitars down. And then I just think, I don't remember why I ended up just doing it at home. It just might've been the save money or they could, you know, the producer Russ knew he could trust me because when you do the tracks at home, I have to make sure not just playing all the notes right, but making sure the level's good. There's something called signal-to-noise ratio. I'm not going to get geeky with you, but basically meaning that 
you have to make sure that when you send those wave files over there, which is, you know, whatever, a Windows audio file, mm-hmm. that uh, <clears throat> it's all on the up and up and they can work with them, just like you would just stood right there and tracked it and walked out of the room. But yeah, for one reason or another, it was just made more sense for me to track at home and I know what I'm doing and those guys know what they're doing. And I had to trust them to put a good distorted bass tone on it because I could have gone two directions there. I could have just played it clean or I could have said, fuck this, I'm going to choose what I want it to sound like and you're going to have to mix it like that. But I trust Russ Russell, the producer, a whole bunch. So I said, okay. Make my bass sound good, dude. <laughs> I'll probably put that in fact, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's a matter of just experience, as you pointed out. You know, nobody's 20 years old here. We all know what the hell we're doing. Right, and it's also good to work with people who have that experience because then you can give each other constructive feedback and there's no, like, blowouts or anything like that. It's all just, like, a cohesive personal um, and um, professional relationship. Well, yeah, we're all, we're all adults in the room. And sure, if I would have sent something over and anybody has said, well, I don't know, man, I think you could have played that better, I wouldn't be like, oh, come on, man, WTF, blah, blah, blah. I just could have said, fine. You're not going to get into a Twitter war, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, I don't even have that. Yeah. <laughs> there's no Twitter, there's no Facebook, there's no Instagram. I'm if you want to talk to me, it's email or text. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm not really a social network type guy. I really don't care if somebody's having Chinese food or pizza for dinner and anything like that. <laughs> I, I, I am actually having Chinese food. Definitely, no, definitely don't read Rob's, uh, any of his social media, because that's all he posts. I don't tweet about food, no. That's not true. But I have a serious question now. Where did you smoke the best weed? Oh, good one. <laughs> Who has the best? Where is this dealer? Sorry, we're gonna... I'm going to have to, that would be a close call, but probably Vancouver. Ah. You know, which, uh, yeah, I could have yeah, I could have said Amsterdam and been typical or something. But, uh, no, those uh, DC bugs are the first place I ever tried hot knives. I think Napalm and Brutal played there in 93, and there was a dude who lived about four blocks away and said, hey, dude, come over. And I said, okay. And then I staggered back about an hour later, and I remember Kevin was standing outside, hanging out with some kids, and he saw me walk up, and he took one look at me and just started rolling his eyes and laughing, going, what have you been up to, Dan? And I'm like, oh, nothing. I'm just thirsty and just walked by him. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Vancouver. So just in the air for them. Right, that also a, explains why blasphemy sounds like what they do. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you. Uh, and you grew up in Queens, mm-hmm. right? The Bayside. Yeah. Are you a New York Mets fan? When I cared about baseball, which I really don't as much anymore, then yes, I was. I went to Mets games. Awesome. I went with my family when I was a kid. Later, as a teenager, I went with my friends, and we sat up in the cheese seats and smoked weed. <laughs> and, uh, Same. That's when you could. Yeah. Well, yeah. Shea Stadium you know. was great. In the upper deck, in the back row, there was just like a chain link fence. There was no wall. And you could blow weed smoke out the chain link fence so you wouldn't get And caught. then it would just loop right back into the <laughs> arena because sure. the wind would carry Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but a few feet away, so yeah, blame so somebody else. <laughs> but... Uh, 
that might not have been the worst thing because most of the seasons they didn't really do that well. So you might as well, maybe some of the fans that went there with the kids were like, you know, this isn't really bothering me anymore. You said we nine and nothing in the first. Yeah, when when it would be, so, no, bad, I wonder why. When it would be a bad season, we would just be up. We you didn't have to sit in the uh, the upper deck. You could just go put your feet up on the dugout. But we would go up there just to smoke weed and then come back down. Right. Or sometimes we would just sneak down there and just act like we belong. If we made it down to like the orange seats, we were like, cool. Yep. If I remember the color scheme correctly. The lows. Nobody ever uses that word lows. Yeah. You know? yeah. You know? I love it. It's All right. kind of French. <laughs> yeah. All right, Danny, we're going to let you go. Uh, we want to play a track off the new, the, the rel- recently released Venomous concept album, uh, Venomous Concept. I, I thought I was calling it a concept album. Like I had a black out there. Venomous Concept is the band. The album is called Kick Me Silly VC3. Do you have a favorite track of, of the of the album that, that we can play for you? Uh, I don't know about a favorite track. I like a lot of the tracks. Mm-hmm. But your if babies. you want to play a track, well, I'm not going to be succeeded in mentioning the song I wrote. I always rule that out. So, Aww. We will go with that for the... No, that's just... That's arrogant. Like when people say, name the 10 best thrash albums of 86, and I just have to studiously not mention a record I'm on, or I'll sound like a fucking evil maniac. You know, just so, stop being so humble. Just pick the song that yeah, you wrote. Pick a song you... Yeah, brag a little bit. You had to do this interview. <laughs> just go for it, man. <laughs> okay. Fuck it. Fair enough, then. Then in that case... uh I think we will go with Leopard Dog because I'm proud of that one <clears throat> because I didn't like the lyrics or anything, mind you. But I wrote the music. As an American dude growing up listening to Discharge and UK Hardcore or anything, I was really into that DB thing. So I wrote a song called Leopard Dog that is very typical UK Hardcore. Just different speed of DB. This is more in the kind of disfear kind of... Nice. kickback, not super fast, more of a in-the-pocket kind of thing. And when we played this song in England, like Birmingham and London, like we did, I paid special close attention just because I'm like, let's see what all these people think of this song I wrote because I wrote it inspired by this country. And people seem to dig it a lot, and I was like, oh, look at that, fuck yeah. <laughs> the little song I wrote in my room here in Rochester, New York, is going over big here, you know, in the land where I was inspired to write that song in the first place. So, yeah, sure. We'll play Leopard Dog, man. Awesome. Dan, thank you so much for taking thank some you. time to talk to us. Uh, we'll and also, if, not a problem. if you want to read more about Dan, you could pick up uh, Perpetual, Con- uh, Perpetual Conversion, 30 Years and Counting in the Life of Metal Veteran Dan Lilker. Yep, that's me. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's a good read if you want to see my perspective on the stuff I've done throughout my career with, you know, a bunch of other people chiming in. I mean, it's got to be the only book that would have both, you know, quotes from Fenris and my mother. <laughs> so, you, nice. you try to find another book that has those two people on it, Fenris and Muriel. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that would be a challenge. So, all right, guys, thanks a lot. I'm off to Nocturnal Hellstorm rehearsal to go play some black metal, even though there's a warm spell here, which is disappointing. We'll deal with it. And uh, what's it called? Cool. So, yeah, thanks a lot, Dan. Dog, and uh, everybody out there, have a good evening. All right, Thank Dan. You. Cheers. Well, have a good one. 
All right, that was Dan Lilker, and we're going to play a, a track off the brand new Venomous Concept record. You should play a totally different song than he requested. No, no. the album and I think I think it's Roman numerals. I don't think it's VC3. It's whatever VC3 and Roman numerals but stands for. But it's the number three. No, it's VC and then Roman numerals What does VC three. stand for? I don't know. Could you get him back on the line? Is it stand for Vince Carter? <laughs> well, wait, is he a basketball fan? No, VC is Venomous Concept. It's the third Venomous but Concept. Oh, so no, they, what did you think the three eyes were? No, I thought it was Roman numerals. Well, then, it, the, the then you three would eyes say, are Roman yeah. Right, so you would just say three then. Right, but I thought V. She also C thought the V also. and the C were the Roman numerals. Is it V5 and C100? Yes. Yeah. I oh, thought you it was th- some, like, but, but you wouldn't do. That's 95. 95 3. Their new album, 953. It's a call letters. For, it's it's a radio station. Yeah. Here's the brand yeah. new Venomous Rock. Concept on 953 ING. All right. There we go. <laughs> here asking you to like us at facebook.com and follow us on twitter at milivecast that way you can show all your friends that you're part jewish and part asshole i remember where i was when i realized french talk was lame second row mrs feinstein's class back in the seventh grade I had no idea what she taught Used my textbook to draw dicks I found out how useless speaking French was Doesn't even impress chicks It's 40 long years later now Everything I learned is gone French still sucks, but I'm Dave Mustaine, and I say things however I want. Bonjour, bonsoir, 
comment allez-vous? Je suis Dave. Vous et les toilettes. These are the French words I learned to speak in junior high. If that field was still my friend, I'm sure he'd be blown away. Putting French words in my songs You never did that, James Learning verbs is a simple thing But the conjugation's hard You know in English I talk real good Mais in Francais, je parle comme un Casting from the top of the World Trade Center, which will be here forever and ever and ever.
say, hey, hey, here I go now. Here I go into new days. Do you bury me when I'm gone? Do you teach me while I'm here? Just as soon as I belong. Then it's time I disappear. So that you can hear more of the Metal Injection live cast. All right. Thank you so much to Dan Wilker. I keep I keep worrying I'm going to say his name wrong, Darren. <laughs> you already did. You got it out of the way. All right. That's You're true. That was a little nuclear assault from Handle with Care. That's the album. The track was called Critical Mass. Hey, what's the, going on? That's the, we're uh, disappearing. That's the song that uh, that Glenn just quoted. Oh. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. It's a little music bed for you. Yeah, oh, thanks. And, of course, the uh, new Venomous Concept album out now on Season of Mist. The album is called Kick Me Silly VC3. And it is disappearing off store shelves. <laughs> wow. Well, the stores themselves are disappearing. Yeah, exactly. yeah. The shelves and the shelves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, we have a phone number here, 646-929-1357. Uh, I had a very exciting... Hey, hey, hey. Sorry. <laughs> sing it, Darren. I oh, love no. when you sing. Just go for it. Doesn't here it? I go now! I don't remember the rest of that shitty song. (laughs) Here I go into two new days. Do you teach me when I'm gone? The little soft part, the (laughs) 2000s Metallica. (laughs) Just as soon as I'm alone. And it's time to disappear. Let's just fucking play it again. Whatever. Ain't no Messiah. This is like everything about Metallica that sucks distilled into one song. Yeah. This was and peak then, suck. With none of the good. Like, I feel like each of those lesser albums has something good on it. You know what I mean? Like, this. Ah. Uh, but then this song took away any of the good parts. <laughs> <laughs> This is on what, Mission Impossible 2 or something? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, wait, so did Tom Cruise have to approve of this song? And then the rejected the rejected riffs from this went to make that Ja Rule song. Oh, my God. Yep, <laughs> that's right. It's for the same I, session. I work, I suffer. Just the, the clean part is when it really goes out. Do you feel it me when I'm gone? That pretentious, that fucking... When I'm gone. Yeah, just the auto-tune. Do you mean me what I'm Where's the, Let's get to that clean part again. Yeah. <laughs> it all down that road. Come, here it comes. Oh, nice little soft. Pretentious. <laughs> oh. It's amazing how you you said one line. I couldn't remember how this shit went. As soon as you said that one line, it all popped right. <laughs> I remember the entire fucking song. It's almost the work. same cadence as, as like their whiskey in the jar. A whiskey in the jar. Whiskey in the jar. I like that song. I'm I sorry. Did, I, I like that that whole uh, garage thing. I love it. I, yeah, that's it was, all they do well now. Is yeah, covers. seriously, because they didn't write them. I like. I should. I, I'm being disingenuous because I like that last Metallic album. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It wasn't great. It was listenable. I. It was. I think it was a little better than listenable. It was. I enjoyed it. I yeah. like it. Also, like you can remember all the lyrics to this song. I can. So something sticks about it. Oh, they're. It's certainly catchy. Well, I won't take that. It's just it's so catchy. empty. And I think it just like for me, 
particularly, it just reminds me of that time in my life yeah. when the single because it was like when the song of the summer piercing. when I listen to K Rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's so, so va- it's not that it's not catchy. It's not that it's like musically hard. It's just like so vacuous. There's no. There's nothing to it. It's like, no, it's this is the pop. same band that wrote Master of Puppets. You know, like, what the yeah. fuck? What he's saying is meaning, like, you know, soon as I belong. It's just pop, like, lame yeah, like, pop What's the song about, really? Nothing, nothing. Right. Okay, enough of that. Sorry, sidetrack. So I, uh, so often. this song's not going to I had a very <laughs> awesome time this week. I went to see Black Sabbath at Madison Square Garden. Uh, now, typically, I hate going to big shows. But there's just something about seeing a metal show or any show really at the Madison Square Garden that's mm. so so cool to me. Where were you located? Uh in well, I post- Manhattan. <laughs> no, in the <laughs> seats. It was lower bowl, so it was like right off the floor. Uh, that was his nickname in high nice. school. Go on, okay. uh, and I was on Geezer's side, so stage left. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought that was like the section for like the older, like <laughs> industry, the Geezer side. <laughs> Lemmy was there. Yeah. Uh, Rest in the peace. seats were upholstered with his ashes. Lemma. <laughs> also, uh, uh, just a quick aside during the interview. Dan kept going like uh, my my wife my wife yeah. my wife, wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my wife my wife Stephanie uh, she like uh, make a sex in Edus uh, but then a uh, Pat Patterson come and he tried to watch I don't like it make me very angry here's I think Jewel. <laughs> Uh, oh, man. I, I, I had to contain my get, regain my composure to yeah, continue. I was hoping that he would keep talking long enough for you to calm yourself down. Yeah, and he did. Yeah, and, and then and then he said, "My mother." And then Sid mouthed to me, "My mother, my mother." Yells. You didn't um, break up as much as I was, was hoping yeah, for that yeah. one. Mama Rabba yells. Uh, <laughs> she uh, yells, uh, "Vote for Trump." I don't like it. Uh, also, you should definitely check out uh, WTF with Mark Maron this week because Sasha Baron Cohen oh, was on and he did right? a lot of uh, conversation about like the behind the scenes of how they did those. It's the most out of character I've ever heard him talk about all his characters. Wow. Well, I, I I saw he did a, a thing on, uh, was it Conan maybe? He was on one of these shows and did a, he was promoting his new movie and he came on as Borat. Yeah, oh really? Is, I didn't see it. And I'll say one thing: I thought it was really funny, but he can't do the voice anymore. The voice oh, was off. Yeah. Well, the one thing I told Sid after listening to the interview that was so funny to me was, even when he's just himself, he he like breaks into Borat a little. Really? Like Mark Maron is going on telling him something and like explaining something, and he's just like, yes, 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 yeah. But he's not doing Borat. He's like he's yeah. just himself. <laughs> but he just he like, can't uh, well, get he, out of character. Or he injects a little bit of himself into every character. Oh, that he for does. sure, for sure. But it sounded like he was real rusty at the voice. When he did oh, that okay. sketch. I believe it. I'll have to check that out. But anyway, so I went to Black Sabbath. It was Madison Square Garden. It sounded phenomenal. Like I, I went in with pretty moderate. I don't want to say low expectations. I knew it'd be fun. Yeah. But they ruled. Like the sound was amazing. Usually, I'm always worried that arenas. You know, it's going to sound a little too echoey. But it was no way. They probably have the best sound guy that money can buy. Yeah, no, exactly. It sounded pristine. Also, I think it was because I was kind of in the middle 
of the venue. Yeah, so you're in the gotta, fancy rich person seats. That's yeah. why. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Not you that just, you're rich, but no, you, not get, at all. you get access to them. Yes, I was very oh, lucky so to be able to get into. No, it wasn't a suite. It was oh. just a, the seating, mm. seating with the ple, the plebeians. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but the plebeians who had a bit of a disposable income because those yes. seats were like over a hundred dollars. But nice. uh, uh, anyway, like the best, the funniest part of the show to me. Was Ozzy trying to do stage banter? <laughs> you definitely like how you can't. <laughs> but then, like at one point, he's just like, "Are you having a good time?" And then, uh, ah, I'm not. Uh, no. <laughs> Where am I? No, then he's like, "I can't hear you." No, I and really can't like, hear you. Yeah, and then he kept going like. I thought this was New York fucking city. I can't hear you. And then he was like, no, really? I can't hear you. And I'm like, wait, is he doing banter or can he really just or not hear Did he just hear lose him? his hearing? Sharon, did he have a stroke? Sharon, I can't hear them. <laughs> Hello, Poughkeepsie. Oh. <laughs> Are you ready to rock? And then I, I think he was like, this song, man, we wrote in the 70s, it's called Into the Void. You wrote every it's a, fucking song. And it's, it's about, <laughs> and it's about, and it's about. He went into the void as he was explaining into the void. It's perfect. But then when they went into the riff of Into the Void, like it, it. I, it almost gave me an orgasm because it was just All right, so. I'm going home. See you guys. Were you stretching your balls while yeah, this was I was not Did stretching my balls. Did you when you came? It, I definitely I, there was definitely some pre-cum that I had to <laughs> remove from my penis did you put your finger in your mouth after the, you removed it from your penis well of course why am I going to have a wet finger a, a pre-cum finger this, yes so he played it Tony Iommi played it even slower oh, yeah. and it just sounded so heavy and I was oh, man. beyond Good. trashed at this point Good so it you. was like the best thing <laughs> ever and it was so good that I took out my phone and I was like, I need to capture this. Oh, so I have this for later. So I'm like, I'm like taping this live thing. But then I listened back and I'm like, this sounds terrible. This is terrible. This doesn't at all get across like the loudness and just what a Tony Iommi is the fucking man. Like, Lita Ford wouldn't say so. Okay. Well, you know, I have. Yeah. I have it's cool own. when he's not hitting women. Yeah. Uh, musically, <laughs> I don't know about his personal. How life, good of a musician does he have to be before you assume Lita deserved it? <laughs> That's what. Well, <laughs> I, there's a lot of stories about Lita Ford yeah. being a terrible mother no, and being kind of crazy. You should never hit no, a woman. No one should. No, no, no. Nobody deserved. That's no only one side did. of the story, though. You know, that's right. only her. Right. Her Here's side. She, what, she what, throw herself down the no, stairs. No, no, no. Well, well, what I'm trying to get at though is like she painted <laughs> her ex-husband. No, are you a misogynist? I am not a misogynist. She's going that way the last few weeks. I know you're, you you put up a facade of watching Broad City, but yeah. I, I feel that you <laughs> might be <laughs> an act. No, no, no. Hold on. What Noah said is, look, she, she made all these is claims. Not, is not right in the head. Yeah. No, she no made, that I agree with. She made that all part these claims about her ex-husband, Jim Gillette, uh, which is, why are you dating a Who? guy from Nitro? Nitro. Oh. Oh, I was going to say, isn't that the <laughs> guy from Penn & Teller? No. Yeah. <laughs> That's Penn Gillette. <laughs> But uh, so they got divorced, and then like he got custody of the kids. Which, in, in the American court system, it's very difficult for the man to get custody of the kids, right? And so she went out public with all these stories about how he's keeping them from her. She wrote but he a wanted, song about it too, and but nobody listened. But then yeah. her nineteen-year-old son 
wrote a, a message, like posted a open letter saying right. she's a liar, she abused them, and yeah. that he's 19. He could do whatever he wants, yeah. and he chooses to be with his dad, right. and neither of them want to see. Yeah. Why is he living again? with either of them? Yeah, get a life. <laughs> fucking job. <laughs> well, it's not like his mother left him any money. She'll eat a Ford. He got something, I'm sure. He could pawn one of her guitars. So by, by the way, by the way, pro tip: if you want to raise awareness about a topic, writing a Lita Ford song about it is yeah. probably should not. Should we play it? I think we should play it because it's so cheesy. <laughs> it's probably not the best way to to make people aware of things when no one's going to ever listen to it. It's yeah. It's like oh, if I lose my kids forever. That's basically what the song is. That's the song. Will the judge take them away? It's a good song though. She like basically so like what I read from the letter that her son put out and just like hearing the story, a lot of it is reminiscent of like what my mother is doing and how she's like playing the victim and. You know, there's a reason why none of us talk to her. So that's but I bet if your mom was a crazy good guitarist, you would talk to her still. No, I wouldn't. You'd jam with her. No, I wouldn't. You'd bond over that. We had no no bonding at all. Well, because she's not a crazy good guitarist. She doesn't even play guitar. Right, is Lita Ford even a crazy good guitarist? Sure. I don't know. Is she? Yeah. She's, yeah. All right. No, she's she's a noted guitarist, definitely. She's not... She... She has some she's Those good. notes weren't written by Rob. I mean, I know she, somebody. I know she could play. I mean, she's better guitars than me, for yeah. God's sakes. But uh, you know, no, she, she she's her, a top the song is called Mother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Oh, no. She's better than those bitches in Vixen. <laughs> <laughs> Say that, misogynist. <laughs> oh, no. I am your mother. <laughs> so lame. Oh, so bad. God. Your family. Oh, like oh, no Sounds like heart. Until it does a little bit. But a bad so cover no band of heart. I'm a big fan of it. Oh, man, Can and I... she has B-roll of her kids as kids. Oh, Can I just weird. say something? So, like, basically, she's she's saying that, you know, they're flesh and blood and they came from her womb or whatever. Uh-huh. But that doesn't give her the right to treat them like shit. Yeah. And also she hasn't seen them in six years Yeah I am your mother You're supposed to get me booze When I tell you Bring me, bring me a fifth of vodka neat You little prick I'm supposed to put my cigarettes out on you oh, Why is it my ironing dough What do you mean you didn't get me that ace I'm your mother Mother she got the so layers. See the truth. Back to me. Just yep. know you'll always have your mother. Uh, motherfucker! Solo, hold on. You'll always have your mother. Oh, yeah, she's a real expert. Top 30? Yeah, maybe. Randy Rhodes has nothing on her. This is a ballad. Come on. Right, it's slow, so yeah. she should be able to play. So why are you it's defending Lita Ford so much? She was you, the Runaways. I you, like the Runaways. You should hate I someone. Like you should hate someone that's good at noodling. Okay. I yeah. wouldn't even consider that. Either. Stick to your thing, Sid. Don't break character. The one, the other thing that she said, she just put out a book. Uh-huh. And uh, did, she, did she only put out the book to hit her kids with it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just blank pages. <laughs> This could come in handy. 
That's the show, folks. <laughs> I believe you brats were fucking annoying me. Quiet and peace. Look in the sky at a shining star. Listen to your heart and know who you are. But not legally. I like that she says it sexily <laughs> for her kids. So she she put so she wearing a leather bustier. Is she sings she is she actually. Oh my, oh my god! She's wearing like a tank. Oh, she's like 104 years old with a bustier. Well, so what? I mean, come on. Well, that's really what you're supposed she to use it for to keep things yeah. up. Uh, Where did shirt? So she has this book out, and that in this book she claims that when she was with Iomi, they were on a. A, uh, a transatlantic flight and he was all coked up and he started hitting her she uh, had nowhere to go because they're on this fucking jet together with them and the she stewardesses she run and lock herself in the bathroom let's not victim blame come on now <laughs> she didn't it's get away it's her fault because she didn't lock she herself she didn't get away way. far enough in the plane <laughs> to stop <laughs> getting hit come on Noah you're the woman here she <laughs> didn't think of going to the bathroom she should have she should have written a, she should have written a she's book fucking, to hit him with she's been slapped by the man I'm like kidding. the love of her life okay, okay. I don't think is it Tony how tall is he He's not a big guy. Well, seated, Isn't probably, he missing a finger? Playing. I mean, he's a handicap. <laughs> he's missing a few ends of his fingers. Like yeah. 5'3", that guy. <laughs> I mean, he's not Dio, but... <laughs> anyway, so be, beyond that, she mentioned that like when she was uh, 19 or something at, their, at the Runaways release party, uh, fucking Jimmy Page goes up to her mm-hmm. and says that Led Zeppelin is looking for a new... Bassist, okay, and he, wa- he implying that he wanted to hire Lita Ford to be the new bassist of Led Zeppelin, okay, over John Paul Jones. Oh, she made that. She she said. Oh, I thought this was like, leading to like some somebody a man came and beat her out of it. Like, <laughs> you can't. John no, Paul Jones broke a bass over yeah. her head. No, Led Zeppelin for you. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You're a woman. Well, they all look like women. What's the? Uh, she's probably the true. manliest person she that would have been in Led Zeppelin. Before <laughs> it could beat all. Come on, Robert Plant. I'll always be so masculine. I promise, I'm a woman. <laughs> That's a drop. Also, Rob's saying that. <laughs> damn it. Damn it. that might be the drop. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know, Lita Ford, but sure. Next week on the live cast, Lita Ford calls in. Give her a side. <laughs> sure. Can we get her and she's Jolly Cat on at the same <laughs> oh time? Oh, my God. Well, is Jolly Cat her 19-year-old son? She's doing a book tour, so we probably we could. We could. I know her publicist. We could. Though after what we I said don't know. They're not going to know that. Send them a clip. You know, just to <laughs> tease him. Send him this clip to be like, hey, we're big fans. We'd love to. Uh... Let's just edit the clip so it's like, Lita Ford is really awesome and <laughs> cool. Mother! <laughs> <laughs> she uh, Listen, she could have jumped out of that plane. Let's be real. Yeah, seriously. It's, Noah's right. It had windows. It had windows. She There's was sitting by lift. the emergency exit. All she had to do was just pull the lever. And, yeah. You know. Come on. If you really don't want to get hit. And it could yeah. have saved, spared us like 40 fucking Black Sabbath reunion tours. <laughs> you could have just annihilate the whole plane. <laughs> yeah, by then, I mean, the Sabbath was in more of the Dio years, which were good, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> I prefer the Aussie stuff, but. It was a bold statement. Metal expert sh- prefers Aussie stuff. You sure you want to go on a limb there? 
<laughs> but there are people that like the Dio stuff better. You want to denounce the Gary Sharon Van Halen album yeah. too? <laughs> I think we can all agree the Tony Martin version of Black Sabbath is the weakest version. <laughs> oh, sure. Okay. I don't even know who that is. Exactly. He used to be a wide receiver for the Dolphins. Also, wasn't uh, uh, who's the guy from uh, Deep Purple? Wasn't he in Black Sabbath for a minute too? Was he? I don't know. I think he, him and Iomi just did like a solo. Record. Richie Blackmore. No, not, no, that's the guitarist, the singer. Um, hold on, I'll look it up. <laughs> I'll look it up. Give me the joint. I'll hold it for you while you take. Wasn't it Ian? Uh, Ian something? Watkins. No, oh, I think it was. Yeah, hold on. Deep. Oh. I'm not like a big deep purple. I like you know their famous songs. I couldn't tell you any deep cuts. No deep purple. E- Ian Gillian. Yeah, that was it. I knew it was Ian something. And I was right about Tony or Martin. It- he was actually a wide receiver for the Dolphins. Uh, Nailed it. And, and he was in Black Sabbath too. Apparently. Holy shit! It's weird. He's good. He's a few. Oh wait, no, it was uh, Florida. Sorry, it was Glenn Hughes. Okay. Great. Glenn Hughes. Wasn't Is he this just Chris like Jericho's a- bodyguard in WCW? <laughs> the big cat. No, uh, uh, Mr. Hughes. The yeah, guy they used well, to, wasn't he also? At that some was point? a different guy. Oh, right. we're going off on three t- different <laughs> tangents here. Now we got the WCW. Rob, pull out some more oh, names both of the white guy Black name Sabbath. generator. Sorry. Anyway, all right. Uh, sure, Lita Ford. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Speaking of white guys, Trump. No, <laughs> no, we already discussed Trump. I think Sid is alluding to my story. Yes, I think oh, she yeah. wants the uh, he wants the white guy to finally take that joint from you because you're reaching oh. over. <laughs> sorry, sorry, no, I didn't mean to leave you hanging. But, uh, so Noah, you joined uh, the, uh, the the online dating scene. Oh this God, week. yes, and I couldn't help but text you guys yeah. the gems that I was landing oh, upon. Oh my God, <laughs> so, did you did you fuck any of them yet? No, not yet. All I know is I picked up my phone and I had an, a, a text alert, so I, I opened my phone and there's a guy's fucking package in his underwear <laughs> staring at me. It's freaking Anthony Weiner. So, <laughs> like, what the you fuck know, is It's that? very interesting, like, as a guy who's used these dating apps, seeing the kind of shit a girl has to go through on these dating apps, because obviously, you know, like, you're getting way more messages than any of us did. <laughs> okay, because, all right, so I finished up my profile on Thursday, and I was, it was, you know, like I was up, I couldn't fall asleep, so I was like, okay, I'll just, it's 2 a.m., I'll do it very discreetly, no one will see it, and then I'll see what happens in the morning. So as soon as I upload my first picture, I just get like a bunch of messages and um, just like these like random guys, and I'm trying to like figure it all out. Mm-hmm. But um, I get a, like, it's just, like, so weird. So it already, it already matched me with um, someone from work, someone that I went to high school with, and Shankletown. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah. didn't fuck any of them, is what you're saying. She said, no. not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Shankletown. No. I, you know, it was funny. You don't want to take the bus to Shankletown? No, I'm not taking the bus to Shankletown. The love bus. It was... <laughs> It was funny because you can check like who visits your your page, and I and like I'm scrolling down and I and I was like, wait a minute, that picture, that avatar, I know it, and it's Shankletown. Mm-hmm. And then um, right as I texted you guys about it, because of course I had to dick tell pics? you. Dick pics? Did he send any dick he, pics? He sent me a message, but not a dick pic. No, he's a gentleman, Sid. But I bet if you had asked, he would have sent a dick pic, and then you could have forwarded it to us, and we could have posted it on the website. I wouldn't do that to him. That's like you totally cruel. would. Well, he That's put. Cruel. Well, first of all, it's not like you snap the picture and secretly. Yeah, put it he's on. probably already he's got sh- it on his phone. He's showing it to you. 
I know, but I'm not. Also, gonna... this assumes that Chankletown is going around showing off his dick. Come which... on, he was a total gentleman in yeah. the messages. It's because so. he knows that you have a podcast where you could put him on blast, as the kids say. But yeah, we don't have to talk about the Shankles yeah. <laughs> until he sends the dick pic. Then we could pick. That uh, one so, back who up. are some of the other winners that? Uh... Oh, okay. Oh, so um, I got a message from. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to. Get it so I could read it. Oh, you can actually give their usernames? No, I'm not going to give them. Now, can I ask you something before you read that? What, yeah. Did you suddenly just start going on dating sites? Or is that like, have you been on for a while? Or why is this coming up now? Okay, because I have never used a dating site mm-hmm. and I'm sick and tired of fucking people in my social circle. Or I'm never going to date anyone at work or mm-hmm. fuck someone from work. So I just want like people who are completely outside. Okay. Um, Seems reasonable. Yeah. So at first, what I did, like, I never put myself on a dating site I just thought of it like as uncomfortable and a lot of girls do so I just went on Tinder mm-hmm. and um, from my I, my understanding correct me if I'm wrong Tinder is where you just go to get laid right it's just like a hookup app it's not, there, it's not but like that's dating not true, I thought there was like some new app where like the girls are the ones that have to Bumble. reach out to yeah have, do you use that one too no because I don't want to have to start the conversation I want the guys to do it <laughs> But then when they do, all you do is shit on them, apparently. But what is your... Well, she, the, she, the, right, the right guy hasn't, hasn't approached her But what is your uh, goal with using this? Do you want to just get laid? Or do you want to get laid first and then maybe it'll develop into a relationship? Or do you want to just hang out and go on a date? Um, and then get laid or not get laid? I ju- well, first and foremost, I just want to get laid. Okay. <laughs> but you're open to that I'm, leading somewhere. I'm not. like I have no expectations going into it. Except like, sex. Except sex. Like, okay. I don't... I'm not looking for a long-term relationship. You're just um, looking for some D. I'm just looking for some D. And, like, I want... <laughs> I want a non-monogamous relationship. So I'm looking for, like, a couple of Ds. Just casual hookups. Any, you, oh, any uh, physical specifications other than rough hands? <laughs> right back, um, basically. I want all sorts of flavors, Sid. Mm. So racial lines you're open to... Big uh, dicks, little dicks. Sure. Anything as Any, long as they know is, how to work it. Really, little well, dick that's, too. Okay, this is what I was saying before. Like on Tinder, there were so many hot Asian guys, mm-hmm. and I even started talking to one. And I'm thinking in my head, like, if I fuck this guy, then you can never make that joke that I hate <laughs> right, all so, Asian people. So are you going to tell the guy that the reason you're fucking him is to prove he your podcast? Know, well, it sounds like it's a hate fuck anyway. It's yeah. like I just get the Some impression she doesn't that. give a fuck what he thinks at all anyway. Yeah, so. yeah he's just a piece so of meat. So essentially, you're objectifying <laughs> this yeah. man. Slice no that's great i think it's great that uh you're going for it like there's not i feel there's nothing wrong with what you're like oh uh, of course there's nothing i don't think i wasn't implying anything was wrong with it so okay oh look someone just visited me right now as i'm open okay rob close your computer (laughs) our paz bunny oh it's you can we be more than friends okay paz bunny is that his name on that (laughs) Has bunny. No. He even misspelled it. His own name. My username alert. Uh, on OkCupid is a Homer Thompson. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, that's a lot. Of Simpsons that's a good one. I get really stupid mess. Uh, like really stupid screen names. Okay, so here's what our Paz Bunny said. <laughs> that's not me. No, it's not him. Hey, would you ever date or hook up with a deaf guy with a very large package? That's the one you <laughs> sent us a picture of, right? Is that no, the no, no, no. Uh-huh. It's just the deaf guy, and Sid's like, "What's wrong with you? He's a decent-looking person." That, is that what I said? That's not at all what, what? I said. I what said he's deaf. I he's got a big oh. dick. <laughs> 
And he's deaf, which means he won't have to hear your shitty music. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a match made in heaven. Yeah. Okay, so I he's ignored him. He's got a cat him. in the picture? Come on. <laughs> I ignored him. And then, like, a little bit later. Just he, like society. He goes. <laughs> he goes. It's. Wait, hold on. My phone closed. He goes. It's 9.5 inches. Dot, dot, dot. Thick, too. Oh, oh my God. So I went to, to his, can. So I went to his profile. I looked at his picture. I was like, okay. I mean, he just has that like weird plastic thing. Proof. Huh? You got to ask him for proof. That he's deaf? No, that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, actually, we could do two birds, one stone. Put the picture of the dick with the hearing aid next to it for scale. <laughs> Prove everything in one photo. There you go. Okay. So I went and I read his profile and... Um, he smokes cigarettes and I am not into guys that smoke cigarettes and there's a photo of him and his teeth are all yellow and they and oh. like he, he just looks like his mouth tastes really disgusting. Do you like to kiss him? He could be like a hooker, no kissing. You could just yeah. straight up doggy style, that's it. Yeah. You never have to be in his breath line. Now, do you think you can handle 9.5 inches of dick? Yeah, you're pretty small. No, of course, she says. Do you have a 9.5 inch dildo that you've uh, practiced with? I mean, how how big is 9.5 inches? Show Huge. Me. Google, Google, just Google 9.5 inch dick and then you'll see exactly. No, but is it to scale on my computer? So you had so many jokes open to you there. (laughs) I know. Let him walk. You will, uh, (laughs) you will get an idea. (laughs) What are the jokes? I thought he was going to say something about your search history. That's That's, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Rob likes to watch monster cock porn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no response, Puzz Bunny. Come on, Puzz Bunny. Come on, guys. Um, hold on, and then is that an actual thing? It's called monster cock porn. I don't know, <laughs> Noah. Yes. All right. Is I've, it just because looked, it's really big, or do it, no, they like huge paint them cocks. green and stuff? No, no, it's just like monstrously large. So pieces. yeah, like, are, so you you want to experience a monstrous cock? Dirty dick. <laughs> <laughs> you want some of that? If it's not dirty. Dirty, dirty deaf yeah. dick? Sure. Aren't you worried about Triple diseases D? at all? Of course I am. I'm going to use protection. Mm-hmm. Dirty disease deaf dick. It's the 4D, the rare 4D. <laughs> she wants dirty the D, but, but not those other three Ds. <laughs> oh, and then, okay. So um, on my profile, I you know state that I like wrestling. And you guys know how this is like the thing that I'm obsessed with now. So just to like further illustrate, I um, wanted to post a photo with a wrestler because I have um, the Bella Twins and I have Stone Cold. So I was like, you know what? Let me post a picture of Stone Cold and then they'll see that like I'm a real wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. As soon as I sent that picture, I got a bunch of messages. Whoa, is that Stone Cold? You're friends with Stone Cold? I'm so jealous that you met Stone Cold. It was like all the messages that I started getting were about Stone Cold. Uh, so I, I don't had to like, care about you it down. Anymore, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they so want to like fuck Stone Cold with a nine-inch dick. <laughs> Not all of them have nine-inch dicks. But, um, wait, where's the one? Okay. Okay, this one guy writes, Why you look so serious? I bet you have a hell of a smile. Which, Yawn. That is... <laughs> the when, worst intro line. First Yawn. of all, any time... And this is for all the guys out there who are on OkCupid or any dating site. Or just in the world. Or just in the world. There's a girl that you like. Or just a girl that you don't like. Or you just don't care about. You never tell a woman to smile. (sighs) That is like the worst 
thing you can say. We all hate it. I mean, really, don't tell anyone that. I don't say, like. Come like, on, just a, smile. Yeah, no, fuck you. No, <laughs> I fucking hate that. Yeah. Um. So the the penis that you saw was just like some guy that sent me a message. Well, you didn't show the actual penis. You no, it's not. It was big, some guy's main photo was just like his hairy stomach. <sighs> An underwear with like a weirdly shaped boner in it. <laughs> well, why was it? I didn't really look I, that closely. Because it seemed like there was a part of it that was missing, and then like a bulb. I just saw the photo you showed me. I think it was just a bulge. I don't think it was a boner or like half stock or something. Yeah, maybe like a half chub. You're saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's your job to photo. get him. Yeah, it's your job to get him the rest of the way. It's not my job. It's like a it's teaser. Like a, it's a challenge. Yeah. The, I don't want like that. I don't want that challenge. <laughs> No, thank you. Um, so trash it. <laughs> but what did come out? Well, Uh-oh. not yet. Yeah. I have found someone ah. who is interested in an MMF situation. Ah. So, oh, what was his intro line? His he. I actually sent it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to say it on the air. This is oh, like your yeah. lifelong dream, right? <laughs> MMF for, who's, for all you vanilla motherfuckers is male, male, female. So who's finding the second M? I I might know somebody else. <laughs> is it Zach? No, it's not Zach. It's probably Sean. No, it's not Sean. <laughs> isn't, that in, isn't that in his LinkedIn page that he's into MMF? <laughs> Skills, MMF. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, wait, wait, wait. I'm so disappointed, by the way. It was Sean's birthday this week, and on his Facebook, I posted, Happy birthday. I hope to run into you on LinkedIn someday. Uh-huh. And nothing. Gave me nothing. Wow. He didn't even like? Nothing. Fuck that guy. See? I wish him a happy 9-11 with yeah. the, uh, the song that we recorded. Was there any uh, reply? Did you get it? I liked it. That's okay. all. He didn't say anything. Better than what I got. He didn't like your thing? No. Wow. No no response at all. I got to like. He probably didn't get the reference because <laughs> Noah made up that whole LinkedIn story probably. What? I did not make that so story is it, But this person you know, is this anyone we know or it's not? Um, you don't have to say who it is. I'm not going to say. You're not that going to that say means that? it's someone we know. Oh, jeez. I'm not. It's my. It's like my private life. Yeah. So and we'll I don't talk want about to share that on the You're show. You're just talking about guys with their penises out in private life. No, okay. That's the part that I'm comfortable sharing, but okay. I don't want to tell you who my other M is. I, wasn't, I said you don't have to say it. Just Will you tell us off the air? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. oh cool. they're fine. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Give a shit. You guys are like my best friends. Of course uh-huh. I would. Like? <laughs> but anyway, uh, so... so uh, I, I, I mean, you sent us a screenshot, so <laughs> it'd be easier to find. I don't know if I want to read it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about this? This is audio medium. You know that, right? I know. Okay, fine. I'll read this part. Um, so a part of the message was, I'm sexual and dominant in bed as well as open-minded and fun. I like girls who write they like anal in their sex answers, not because I'm into it, but because it shows they're not vanilla. Oh, this is the guy that you're going to have the MMF with? Jeez. Oh, I thought you didn't like that guy. Yeah, so did I. No, because I responded to him and then he gave me a He really looks like someone response. who's probably on the chess team at Murrow. No? <laughs> well, I can't, I'm not allowed to make that joke? I don't, know. <laughs> don't you dare insult Murrow that way. Is it true? Was he, was he on the chess team no. at Murrow? In mock trial? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, though, to King I, Four. Honestly, I'd much rather uh, like an intro line like that than like, yeah. than like something not as direct. Because I feel it's like, well... Like he has a very clear yeah, and, goal, and that's what I liked. I was like, "Oh, you know what? Wait a minute. Okay, so I think we're both on the same page here." 
It's like, oh, you're trying. So yeah, so then that I want to use your body. You want to use my body. Perfect. Exactly. Exactly. Right, but that's probably not a good pickup line for most women. You're kind of unique in that way. Right. You you just want to get cock on here. Well, maybe that's exactly who he's looking for. Then. Right. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah. So people are. If if someone's listening to this and thinks, oh, that's how you get to a woman. Right. No, that's no, that's how you get to a woman who is looking for a uh, no strings attached. Who is DTF? Right. Oh my God. You said it sexily, Noah. Uh, so, so you're into you. By the way, that's going to be a drop too, because it's going to be turned into a question. Who's DTF? <laughs> <laughs> Who's DTF? Oh no. But anyway, so uh, you're looking. You're you would be into a MMF situation. You want two guys to plow. Oh my God. You. I, that's her dream. That's my that. Yes, that she is said my that dream. Before on For, the air. F- since I was. A young one. <laughs> a wee aviar. Since you were with egg and rubbing your own pussies with the uh, the math massager. Yes, since that part of my life. Yeah, so we'll see. Now, like, but you haven't done have that? You, have you fantasized uh, I like, have scenarios? Never, I have never been with anyone who was into any sort of threesomes, even if it would include another woman. Which, would you be into that as well? Um. Yes. Wait, I what? Wait, they, they a guy didn't want to do that? Yeah. Isn't that a common thing that men want to do? Is it a, is it do something you that you want to do? No, I actually uh, turn I'm turned off by the thought of that. Well, so there so, yeah, so why are you yeah. so But I feel fun. like I'm unusual in that regard. Uh, I feel like it's it, to me it's like intimate. I want to be with one mm-hmm. person at a time and focus all of that on her, you know. What I got was ew, I don't want to see anyone doing sexual things to you. Oh, but a, in front I don't of know. me, I just feel like it's a common trope, you know, that men are gung ho about that. Well, maybe yeah. that's just what maybe, Hollywood, or wants maybe to it's do. just in, with two random chicks, not with like your girlfriend. That's a fair point, which changes though. it. But if it's like, hey, you go to a bar and there's two girls that say, hey, mm. let's go, then it's like, all right, I don't know either. You fine. I was recently uh, speaking to another girl about this, and you know, another girl, and uh, who is what? she? She mentioned, is it how, Christina? Like, oh, I wouldn't be into a three way. Like, if we're going to do it, why don't we just do a four-way so that there's no odd person out? Right. I don't, no, I don't like <laughs> It'd that. It'd be like a two-couple situation. Because the whole thing is is about the guys focusing on me, mm-hmm. not, like, focusing so on... Well, at that really point, it's like an other. orgy, yeah. Do you want the guys to fuck each other, too? You want to, like, guide a dude's cock Can I predict the uh, A little a force <laughs> buy? Look Let's at her face. <laughs> Can I Would you like it? to force some buy on the, on yes, the guy? Yes, Darren. I, I'd like to feel this one for Noah. <laughs> Uh, she would love that, <laughs> but if that didn't happen, she's still okay with it. Yes. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Wait, sure. there was a new term that I learned. It's oh, called, boy. um, oh man. Forced uh, by. Spit roasting. What? Split roasting. Oh, I did, can I guess what this is? Yeah, this is, there's a million terms for this, but yeah. yeah. Oh, you have, oh, all right. I didn't know that was that. I didn't know Isn't either. this like Eiffel Tower, basically? No, 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 I know. You have your mouth is, on his uh, cock. And he's fucking the other guy's fucking you, and you're not touching the bed in any way. Like they, you're just in the air. Oh, like, yeah. I don't yes, think the in like the air turkey. part that makes sense, but yeah, Wrong? it could be on the bed it could as be well. On the bed. Oh, okay. But, but is basically that on your Eiffel back. Tower as well? Isn't that the same thing? No, no Eiffel Tower. Eiffel, Eiffel Tower is doggy. Split roasting is the person being spit, not split. Spit uh, is the person is on their is on the back. Oh, okay. 
But the basic concept is the same. Just I thought right. they were just I holding thought, you off the bed. I thought it was bed, split like roasting, like they're splitting you open with the, with the I dick. Think what is that? No, yeah, they're roasting on a spit. No, it makes yeah. more, it makes more sense. And they spit on you. Yeah, and everyone involved uh, in that deserves to be spit no, on because they're spitting. scum of the earth. What? That was a spitting. It's all right. Yeah, it's we have a caller. She just glanced at you like the death stare. What? Seven, no, I didn't. Seven oh one. Which one of us? Do you want to spit roast Noah? Stop. Would you be in her MMF? We're taking resumes. Who is this? Uh, I'm fine on that. Eighth uh, caller gets to fuck Noah, it. everybody. Oh, Call that's not true. Oh. <laughs> How upset is Shankletown right now that he didn't lead with the dick pic? <laughs> it's like, I could have had her, bro. I was just yeah. honest. He did it Damn wrong. It. He did it wrong. Well, well, let me just say this. He yes. may not. He may not want that. He may want to go really romance yeah, you and get you into he bed. You to shankle parents traditionally. You know, he might. I'm sure he wants to fuck you, but maybe I think, it's. You I know. think he. Oh, look! I just got a new message. Maybe he's not turned on by by just hey, I want to fuck. Let's fuck, and then yeah. you go fuck. He wants to watch you eat a bagel naked. Levi, are you on That's any it. of these uh, dating networks? Uh, uh, yeah, I am. Uh, and like, what is usually your first line? Is it, "Hey, I'm into girls who have anal in their profile"? <laughs> Probably not. Who have I like anal <laughs> in their profile? Uh, I mean, I know. Uh, I guess I don't like describe that, but uh, I got to tell you, I did just uh, have a Tinder date with this girl from Ireland, and uh, through the date, uh, uh, it was going fine. And then, of course, we hooked up afterwards, and then afterwards. I ask her the question, um, you know, uh, you know, what are you into? And then she answers group sex. So in my head, I automatically start doing the math. Well, she's 28. She's from Ireland. She just got here. Who the hell have I had, have I, have I had sex with? Everyone, in, everyone so, in Dublin. Yeah. Basically, Bono. at least. And then, yeah, she was from she was from Dublin, too. So there you go. So then did you join her in a group sex uh, orgy yeah. later? Did you make that happen for her? <laughs> well, no, dude. I, I mean, like, actually, I'm a, I'm a Midwest guy, and like, I'm just like, I'm very meat and potatoes with everything. And so, yeah, like, she asked me. To, there, we have like this big uh, sex club Me- in uh, San Francisco. When someone called, from uh, the Midwest says and, that they're meat and potatoes, yeah. that means that they fuck a cow in a farm. Yeah, basically. So yeah, you just mean oh, you're you're very on. vanilla. <laughs> you're you're by you're just. I thought it was an Irish sex. slur, like <laughs> the meat and potatoes. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. That's your first non-Thor animal, voice animal, that you meat and potatoes. It's such a low card. Low carb? What? <laughs> no, that's such a low carb to place it. The animal fucking thing. Like, <laughs> Come on, it felt good, didn't it? it felt good. The animal really fucking? Yeah. I get that all the time. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we're, we're still smoking the lemon crush here. Levi, what are you smoking? <laughs> um, I actually just dabbed my brains out on some Doctor Who. I just uh, left work, and uh, we have like a little dab station. We can take dabs before we leave. Oh, how convenient. All right. Well, now that we got that out of the way, we'll put you back on hold. So, Noah, you just... uh, This is the part where me and Darren just look at each other like... We're done. We moved on. Letting people know. Let's talk about sports every time they do that. All separate. So, uh, uh, Rob, don't be... You talked about the Mets with Dan. It's true. So, we get one, too. So, the MMF sitch... Yes. So you want to be spit roasted? Do, do you want to have? Do you want to have a, a two cocks in the mouth? Do you want that? Double happen? anal, double vaginal? Any of that? Oh God, no! I can't no. do is double that, anal. Is that gay? If the two uh, cocks rub each other? Um, no, it's sexy. no, it's gay. It's, it's, it's gay if they're if they're turned on by the the, the yeah. dicks touching them. Okay, but that's would they asking. ever admit that? 
that's you're not going to get an appropriate survey response on that or with the truth. <laughs> why? Why? Because people will be afraid to admit. Whether why would they be not. afraid to admit it? They they may be homoph- some, yeah, I think what if you're rubbing not. your dick on another guy's dick, though, you're not probably you're probably. Open I think it's just it's not heteronormative. I think but it just I don't think depends on how good looking the woman is. Like if you're willing to do that for an ugly chick, then you're probably at least a little bit gay. Mm-hmm. But if it's like a really good looking woman yes. who insists on that, then you're, you're just doing what you have to do. If the reason you want to do it is to please the woman, it is not gay. If the reason you want to do it is to have your dick rubbing against another dick, then that's gay. How about I think that? Um, rubbing your penis on another penis is gay. Uh, a gay act. It's not nothing wrong with that. What if you? I'm slip not saying it's negative. Like a, a piece of like cardboard, <laughs> so there's like a partitioning. <laughs> or what if it's condom with condoms? No, you still feel things. When the condom rip condoms from the are really thin now. rubbing up, up against <laughs> the other. Condom. You always react like I'm saying something anti-gay when I say that. No, I, I just I feel it's uh, gay. It's a I gay think there are, there are. Uh, uh, it is a gay sex act because two guys yeah. w- who are gay would be touching penises the in a sex is rubbing act. against each other. So it, it is like, gay. But it's in the confines of a vagina, though. That kind of counteracts Or a the woman's gay. mouth. Also, I agree with you. Like, labels are silly. So, like, whatever. Who cares? It's just yeah. sex. Right. But uh, I but don't it's, think it's gay. You know what? When it happens to me... I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you let, like after after the double penetration. We need a post spit roasting podcast interview with these guys, like an exit interview. <laughs> and we could ask them, are you do you just, think what you just did with our our co-host is gay? Well, just uh yeah, like w- once you're done being DP'd, just be like, guys, like when your dicks were rubbing against each other, were you like, is this gay? Like, did you guys think So just gay? schedule this for like five o'clock on a Sunday and then we'll when we'll show up and the guys will be getting Good. dressed so we'll be like no 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 you guys hang out for a little bit longer we've got some Make questions sure one of them is in the deaf one though because A <laughs> that would be really inconsiderate to the other the guy and yeah two he won't hear anything A and two by the way just <laughs> A said. and two yeah <laughs> I turned the one. deaf guy down Aww. no deaf guys in my future really? much like he turns his hearing aid down all the time Aww. what would he have to have as qualities if he uh just to, to, to well, I you. told him. I well, you know, like I actually wrote back to him. I'm in like, braille or in no. regular text? No, How in regular text. I said, um, yes, I would definitely date um, um, a guy without his hearing, but not one as ugly as you. Boom. <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah, but I said, <laughs> I said, um, but I don't date smokers. So. And did he reply to that? No. Oh. He ghosted me. Is that what that's called? Yeah, and they don't respond. But I don't want him to respond, so it's good. He probably killed himself. He's probably like, finally, someone doesn't care that I'm deaf, but they, the smoking is what the deal breaker is. I just, <laughs> it's never going to work out. Or maybe it's going to encourage him to quit smoking. And then would you fuck him? No. See? So it doesn't gross. matter. Well, I guess it's okay that we're being mean to him. It's not like he could hear the podcast. <laughs> doesn't really matter. Well, this week, I don't know if you heard, we're starting transcripts. Oh, <laughs> Rob. It'll be so typo-laden that it won't even matter. Oh, I'm not doing He's it. not doing it. <laughs> Booze for Breakfast says, Noah isn't a fan of the Death Bones. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Like the Death Tones. Yes, that's but funny. With bones. Imagine so what, just- his, what his sex sounds are like. Like no, it's like a that, dolphin. Yes, I did think of that. I did, and that, and and I no, I can't. Your tushy is so tight. <laughs> oh fuck me, fuck me. Uh. Oh, God, gross. That's not nice. Uh, well, speaking of uh, potential dates for Noah, we got a, a very interesting voicemail oh. that's, that's related to this. Yeah. Hey, live cast. This is Mario. Um. 
I may or may not have been drinking, but I I wanted to say hello. This is so sad. <laughs> this does not sound drunk. This sounds and like wanted, on heroin. I wanted to request something, which I, I have not heard in a while, and I I feel a physical need for it. Oh my God. I need you to play Tickle My Vagina. Because <laughs> why the fuck not? It's a reasonable request. <laughs> anyway... What are the I odds that he's naked while recording this? Special shout out to Noah. You're yeah. fucking sexy. Oh. <laughs> okay. And scared. And shout out, shout to Sid, because fucking Sid. You're sexy. Is perfect. Oh. <laughs> That's a drop. Him saying fucking Sid is perfect. <laughs> fucking Sid is yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you like he has sex with you? No, he's not sexually attracted to the two. I don't need to be sexy. He didn't mention me. That was the end of it. There's nothing about you guys. He puked. He might have died. He might have kept going, but just hung up. (laughs) Ah, here we go. Oh no. This should be your entire profile. Just the lyrics to this. (laughs) (laughs) How great would that be? I'm already getting enough weird, perverted messages. But you love having sex with bearded men. You know what I never noticed about this video as she's dancing? Behind her is a picture of her with a diploma <laughs> from her graduating from something. She I don't has know a what. certificate. From hooker school, I guess. <laughs> Maybe she went to, like, a barber school. I she still, went to one of those music schools to learn how to do this beat. I'm still not 100% convinced this was born a woman, this person. It's possible. What do you guys think? I mean, maybe this certificate, the, the graduation is from some, like, shady offshore, like, medical school, and she did the surgery on herself. Oh, but she definitely has an Adam's apple. That, that doesn't prove anything. <laughs> Women can have Adam's sure. apples. I mean, Rob has one. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. He's a cisgender man, okay? <laughs> Which yeah. one is that? What is that thing? What is that Cisgender is when you're, it's the gender you... Uh, were assigned at birth is the one that you identify with yes. presently. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still playing also, this. Also, women can have Ad- Adam's apples. I thought that was a a, a man. No, it's man. rare, but women can have Adam's apples. I feel like I have an Adam's apple. You have a little bump yeah. there. It's not. But that's what do she a little had. swallow. Do a swallow. Oh yeah, that's an Adam. Oh my God, Noah. Maybe that's just like collected semen from. Oh, that didn't, like, also, also, oh is, is that like a sedimentary deposit in yes. the ocean, like a little, yeah. little yeah. a rock, a cliff face in the yeah. ocean? She's got some cock barnacles in her throat. Just millions and millions of pounds of pressure that have uh, collected there. I can't speak to the, the the weight of the pressure that no one will have to attest to that. Yeah, it, like calcified over the years. Yeah. <laughs> Juicy vagina. I just you know, feel like the falsetto is too, it's like just, I think there's some guy in there. Um, uh, I don't know. My uh, parents not, neg- not negatively. Go ahead, my, sorry. My parents told me that like um, when I was in the womb, the doctor told them that they were going to have a boy. Okay. So they anticipated a boy. Is that why they gave you a boy's name? No, in Hebrew, it's, it's a <laughs> no, girl's I'm name. I'm fucking with you. Oh my god, were you like a hermaphrodite? And then no, they, no, no, no. Are was you not the Jamie Lee Curtis of the live cast? Was she a no, hermaphrodite? No, no. no that was an urban legend that she's a hermaphrodite. That she was it's born with both 
Oh, it's not they true. just made a land. Well, we no, don't no, know. no. It was just like it was Israel. Well, she it was it. 1983. The technology was not, you know, as advanced. Um, so I was born obviously a female. Obviously, says you. But I feel <laughs> says all the guys trying to fuck her on whatever site she's on. <laughs> but I always like, you know, I just like feel like a dude. I'm, you know, like I'm just like a. So dude. you should have been a dude, is what you're saying? No, no, no. I just feel like maybe because of all, like the, you know, like like the conversations and stuff that I heard in utero or whatever. Somehow it influenced who I became today. Oh. Which is not like a girly person. So maybe you're really a gay man trapped in a straight woman's body. Mm. But you do have you have very womanly tendencies though sometimes. Right. Like you get very emotional about it. Yeah, he's stuff. calling you a bitch. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I like how when you denied it though you looked down. I no, didn't look I didn't anywhere, you fucking I man. saw you, man. Fuck you, Sid. You hid from eye contact because <laughs> I don't think Darren thinks I'm really a bitch. Sid wants to call you a bitch and put an opinion on me. I am so nice to Sid. He, he would yeah. never want to call me a bitch. He wants to spit roast me with this uh, accusation. <laughs> it's a metaphorical right. spit roasting. That's the episode title, by the way. <laughs> done and done. Non, non-sexual metaphorical spit roasting okay. is what's happening. That's, a, that's too much work for Rob, that one. <laughs> metaphorical spit roasting I think he can handle. Okay. Don't forget the hyphen. <laughs> Or I'm Hyman. to get to him now. No, forget the Hyman. <laughs> no, I forgot that. Oh. No. Well, actually, yes, I, ha- I-, I have forgotten what it's like to have a Hyman. Mm. I know what that means. Um, I <laughs> I have an update uh, from the world of, of uh, the Oscars, which uh-huh. I love to start. My wife is... Unfortunately, my wife has my wife is, uh, she covered the Oscars. Yes, and she has to do that for a job. So she already found this tweet from something called Total Beauty, which is a website. And they tweeted, uh, "We had no idea Oprah was tatted, and we love it." Hashtag Oscars, and then they proceed to post a photo from the red carpet of Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, no. Who who tagged her as Oprah? Oh, no. (laughs) What publication? Uh, Total Beauty tagged her as Oprah. Oh, man. That's... (laughs) That fucking up. Do you think that um, Oprah has a juicy vagina? I think it's it's stopped being juicy (laughs) sometime in the 80s. I'm sure at some point it was. I don't know. It's been a while. When she stopped dating Gail King, it probably used to dry up. My wife is all also, by the way, like very much on the Gail King bandwagon and claims that they're BFFs because they sit at the same table in the Hearst oh, uh, cafeteria. Interesting. So uh, All I know of Gail King is she was on that Larry Wilmore show one time and she seemed completely humorless. Oh, I can believe it. <laughs> but not even that she was serious, just she didn't understand when people were jerk- joking jerk- and when they were being <laughs> when serious. When they were jerking. Yeah. <laughs> She just, she like responded as if everyone was being serious. Oh. Like she didn't realize she was on a comedy show. She didn't get the joke. Yeah. So it's not that she's too serious. It's just that she's sort of dumb in that <laughs> way and like just tone deaf. Yeah. It was really weird and awkward. I believe That's it. all I know about her. But she did manage to get a career out of just being someone's friend. So. Well, it seems like if you know Oprah, you get a career. 
Dr. Phil, right? Dr. Oz. But, you know, Aren't listen, they all? Oprah's not a brain surgeon either. She talks to trees on her fucking uh, mansion, whatever. Remember Does that? She? You don't remember <laughs> that? You don't remember she was interviewing some, like, swimmer or something? That she had the, she used to do 60-minute interviews okay. on her Oprah channel or whatever. And um, she had some swimmer on, like a prof- like a gold medalist swimmer. Okay. Who's now retired. She's, like, 40s or whatever. And she they start talking about religion. She, she goes, well, Oprah, I don't want to offend anybody or anything, but I'm an atheist. You know, she was very polite mm-hmm. and, you know, not anti-religion or in any way. And then Oprah goes, oh, come on, come on. You believe in something. Like, she's pressing her, you know. And she's like, no, I'm an atheist. I mean, I believe in, like, you know, I love nature and all that stuff, but I'm an atheist. She goes, well, all I know is when I go out on my front porch and I see... I see the trees, and I'm like, "Hello, trees!" And I, you know, <laughs> I talk to nature. That's what I do. I be- that's my God. That's what God is. Everyone believes in God. So you don't remember that? Well, I think she's just saying she's a, a spiritual person. Maybe? What the fuck does that mean, though? She said God is the trees. She talks to the trees. What does that mean? What does it mean to be a spiritual person anyway? What's a spirit? You believe in a higher power. Okay, so that's God. You, you believe in the energy around you. What energy? Just of the world, of the earth. What? What is it? It's the unexplained. It's God. Duh. Yeah. It's shit you don't understand, and that's what you call God. It's the same yeah. as the fucking Bible. It's not any it's make-believe. There aren't yeah. spirits. There's no fucking ghosts. People, some people believe in ghosts. They're called dumb. I, exactly. They're called <laughs> Oprah. Yeah, they will. Well, all right. The fucking trees talking to her. Like, all Oprah wants to do is just have sex with bearded men. Okay. <laughs> so that they could tickle, 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 tickle her vagina. That's all. Fine. Or extremely barky trees. I guess I, that would also tickle. I have, I have no splinter. qualms with, with uh, Oprah wanting to get her vagina tickled. But don't tell me a tree's talking to you, you wacky weirdo cunt. Maybe she was on whatever Mario was on. Yeah, That's true. Geez. If she was drunk, I would say, I've thought some weird, stupid things to her. Well, did she say the trees were talking back or just that yeah. she talks to the trees? Let's tree? play the interview. Find I the interview. I can't find it. I'll try to find it before the show's over. We're almost wrapping up yeah. here. We'll just let the tickle my vagina ladies. Uh, seriously, Noah, I think just as a social experiment for a day, you should change your entire profile to the lyrics of this song and see what happens. That would be so fucking just, hilarious. I like having sex Why with don't the whole li- or, All of the lyrics, beginning to end. Or, or you can uh, download the app yourself no. and just make yourself a profile with that. Make a Noah profile. Yeah, can I use your pictures? <laughs> Oh, no, you can't. Well, then that just and, defeats the whole purpose. And I hope that that doesn't happen now as a result. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not going to endorse it, it but I'm not not going to endorse it. Shut up. <laughs> no, don't found, do that. I found this. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to take a picture of you without your hat and post it all over the internet. Ooh, that's right. low. With, with the lyrics to tickle my vagina. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, am I an example of the bearded man or am I the one who wants his vagina tickled? I don't know. The reader will you have to interpret it. Through. It can mean anything to anyone. Here's the dumb Oprah video. Super Soul Sunday, it's called. I like the, the douche commercial music. <laughs> the Mass and Gill theme. Well, she, it do is you a, have <laughs> ED? That you're not a God person, that you're a person who's deeply in awe. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who's she talking to? She's yeah, talking to Diana Nyad, who is a... Former, oh, that lady who, like, swam across the... Yes. To, like, to Cuba or whatever? She's a f- professional swimmer. Okay. ...person, and um, 
do I argue against my friends who are, you know, religious, Buddhist, Jews, Christians? Do you consider yourself no, an atheist? I'm an atheist. And, um... But you're in the awe. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I, I don't understand in how anybody would find, you know, a, a contradiction in that. I can stand at the, at, at the beach's edge with the most devout Christian, Jew, Buddhist, go on down the line and weep with the beauty of this universe and Please, be not doing moved that. Who does by all that? of humanity. Shut all up. The Even this is annoying. This Even is, the atheist is annoying. She's walking it back because yeah. she knows she's on the Oprah show, yeah. so she has to say something, you know, but... <laughs> She gets beheaded before she leaves the compound. <laughs> she doesn't agree with Oprah. We must appease the tree monsters. <laughs> Instead of ISIS, it's nicest. <laughs> Trees, I have brought you a sacrifice. <laughs> the atheist swimmer lady, the non-believer. Hold on, let's get to it. To have loved and hurt yeah. and suffered. So to me... My definition of God is humanity and is the love of humanity. Yeah. And as we return to, you well, know. Well, I don't call you an atheist then. I think oh, if you see? believe in the awe okay. and the wonder and okay. in the mystery. Okay. Uh, is she saying awe or awe? Awe, A-W-E. But that's exactly my point. Oprah is such a delusional, like, fucking narcissist that you disagree with her and she's telling you you're wrong and what yeah. your spiritual beliefs yeah. are. Or non-spiritual beliefs. Yeah. God is. Okay. That is what God is. Well, God I guess, is not you the know, bearded guy in the sky. It's not bearded. She, says I know men. what God is. Yeah. Well, if anybody does, it's probably her. She's rich enough to get a meeting. <laughs> it's not a bearded man. It's a tree that talks to me on my property. With God, that there is a presence, there is a either a creator or an overseer. I don't overseer because you know what slave terminology. Jeez, we will never know. We will never know. You know what? Until that last breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, one for you. You know, I could be Oh, what? What? Fuck you! I don't even remember that line. Wow. Maybe it's an oh wow, and it's like what nobody said that he called for. Oh, he did call for God in his last. Uh, by the way, Oprah, can I just hip you to something? Your last breath, you will not know God any better than you do right now, sitting in your, on yeah. your pile of money. Yeah, will be Not, the nurse pulling the plug. Yeah, nothing's gonna happen. God. You're gonna turn over and close your fucking eyes, and that's it, and you, and you go on the ground. Sorry, you'll sorry, see, you'll see the light. Sorry, Oprah. Whoa, I should have been praying all these years. I'm going the wrong way. Good. Um, but, She's mocking Oprah. But Good. For now, oh my God. Stupid I don't Oprah. criticize anybody. People tell me they see ghosts. They see ghosts. People tell me that they, they remember it's past lives in the Middle Ages. Yeah. They remember them. People see God, it's called and, schizophrenics. God and that's their mm -hmm. faith, and I have nothing to say about it. You just did. You yeah, said they're idiots. A bunch of sentences. I there. have something to say about it. That's fucking stupid. How about that? What are you going to do, Oprah? <laughs> Come here. Come and get me. Just for me, I'm an atheist who's in awe. An atheist in awe. So, do you consider yourself a spiritual person, even as an atheist? What a shitty I do. Question. I, I don't think there's any contradiction in those terms. I think you can be. Yes, there is. But also, like, what if I but said no? Not, like, would what you a, like think I was a bad person? What? Well, isn't that like oh. like a, like a spiritual person? Isn't okay. somebody who meditates? Let me ask you. A considered a spiritual person. I'll illustrate what I'm talking about. What does the word spiritual mean? I, I can't put it into words. Well, on. I can. Okay. It means you Let's believe in the... you believe in spirits. Okay, yeah. What's a spirit? A ghost. A ghost. Yeah. Where does the concept of ghost come from? After you die, mm -hmm. you come back as a, as a spirit. It's like belief in ghosts. It's the afterlife, huh. which all I comes guess from. It's like okay, fair. But I what what I really think is happening is people are just using the word spiritual because it sounds nice. Like mm -hmm. they have 
very vapid concepts. So they were taught religion when or they were they're young. too cowardly to admit that they're an atheist and yes. they don't want to have a debate, so they just say that. I was I was getting to that. Oh. I was going to say either it's people that don't really have any thought to this and they just spiritual sounds nice. Or they took the first step away from religion, which is good, no. but they're not ready yet to go, I don't believe in God at all. Yeah. So they say, I believe in spiritual concepts. It's the same thing. It's just a, a less direct word for, being, for believing in God. It's just, all right, I believe in spirits now. That's such a great way to break it down, Darren. Mm-hmm. I like breaking things down. <laughs> Putting it back together. Who doesn't believe in an overarching being who created all of this and sees over it. Um, but there's spirituality because we human beings and we animals Go and maybe even we Cuba, plants, uh, but certainly the ocean and the moon and the stars, but Oprah's way we worse. all live with something that, that is cherished and we feel the treasure of it. Fuck. Are they and, um, talking about? Are they like both naked, rubbing each other with oil? <laughs> <laughs> they talk about this. They're scissoring right now, getting like yeah. a couple. Wait, 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 wait. Go back, go back. Oh, I believe that and feel that so deeply. It's why every time I enter my yard or leave, I say, "Hello, trees." Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, the, the older I am, I walk around. And she's like, she's she like, oh yeah, the spirit of the trees. Uh, why is she saying hello, the trees? trees she's rich enough. She affords the the new talking trees that oh. they have. Okay, in that case, ascension trees. <laughs> I'm okay with them. it. If the trees actually talk back, yeah. I'm a, I'll be a believer. They're really rude though. They're like, fuck off. Yeah. They're like racist trees, but they still talk. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> She'll win them over one day. What? All right. What were you gonna say? I'm sorry. We went into a joke. You no, I would no. That I saw. I saw oh, I thought you were gonna say like that's okay because, like she. What? 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 Why are you talking to a tree? I need to understand. That. I think it's just like people always look to put meaning onto like coincidental right. things. Like when when like if you're sitting on a beach and you have a deep thought or you reminisce about somebody and then a gust of wind comes, it's like <laughs> I could tell that 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 and it was blows sand in your eye. That was that was that person. You know, like Hello, pe- sand. people want to put meaning. Who was it when the wave knocked you over in Puerto Rico? <laughs> Which one of your that dead uncles? My damn uncle Gana <laughs> being like you that jerk. Was, that was my tree. I let it escape. Hi ocean. <laughs> Hello ocean Hello, Uncle Gino. So it's like, like, I guess what I'm saying is like, I can understand what they're trying to say. I don't necessarily think it's true or right or whatever. But, but it's wouldn't just, it be great if those people also understood what people like Darren are trying to say? They don't want to. Right. Well, but Rob, you're such a devil's advocate person. I admire that about you. Does that mean he believes in the devil? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but hello, not, devil. Not so much God. I cast you out of my tree, here's devil. The, here's the thing. I, I, I feel like... I'm 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 try to be a compassionate person. Yes, and when I like admire that. when there is like there is an opinion empathetic that, that or empathetic. Yeah, thank you. Like there's an opinion that to me seems so absurd. It's just like how could a person truly believe this? Like what yeah. is their rationalization? And I They're try dumb. to see things. I agree with you, dumb. Rob. And but well, like that, Sid like, said, no. There, sometimes the reason is very simple. They're just a fucking idiot. Right. Yeah. So they're dumb. But then how did they get to this belief that, as opposed to another belief? I well but, with Oprah here. Here's what I think it is. Uh, she grew up very religious. Yeah. And she, at some point, she started attaining a massive amount of wealth. Yes. And so whatever her beliefs are, they froze at that time when she started getting rich. And she built a bubble around herself, just like Dave Mustaine. Whatever he thinks, no, nothing enters so that Dave bubble. So Dave Mustaine is the Oprah of metal? Yes. Completely <laughs> the yes. Oprah of metal. Uh, you know what? Wait. That's way too flattering to Dave. Hold on. Thrash. Hold you on. get a thrash. You get a thrash. I think James Hetfield is the Oprah of metal. 
I think Dave Mustaine is the Trump of metal. Okay. okay. That works. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it's the same thing. It's a bubble. It's like you, nothing... Like, things can enter the bubble, but you have selectivity over what enters the bubble. And you can keep any any worldview out that you don't want in there. Yeah. Which is what this is. You see, she's so offended. Hi, trees! Because here's... <laughs> you want to break it down again? If she's right, okay, there's no God. So that's telling Oprah, everything I believe in is fucking stupid. Yeah. In her mind. Like, I don't think that. I don't think relig- every religious person is stupid. I think there's brilliant people who are religious. For whatever reason, they became religious. I don't think it automatically makes you an idiot. But they hear that, and they go, well, this person thinks I'm a fucking moron. I think it's with her, it's more altruistic, where it's like... She need like like when Steve Harvey said he doesn't want to talk to non-religious people because right. they don't have a moral barometer. Well, she Oprah's like, well, this person is clearly nice. Yes. So even if they say they're not religious, they must be in some right. way. She equates. So she's trying. Yeah, she's trying to make the people acceptable on her terms. Uh, that's that's a yeah. very good point. I yeah. totally agree with you. And we're, that's exactly. Uh, what she I did. think there's a lot of truth to that. But I also like when they go, uh, where. Where did ever? Where did you know? Why do we still have monkeys if evolution happened? Well, you know, it can't be that. It had to be a wizard in the sky yeah. that uh, created all of this stuff. Right, that makes more sense. But what if that wizard was himself a monkey? <laughs> Boom! Mind blown. Done. Uh, on that note, we're gonna get out of here. Before we do. I just want to let everyone know that Guillermo is okay. Yes, he, t- oh, yes. he tweeted he us. just tweeted us right before the end of the show. Hey guys, hope you doing okay. Always listen to the live cast. Thanks for such great show every weekend. Aww. Well, Guillermo, thank you for listening. Thank You're one you. of our favorite fans. You're great. And we hope DSide come to Nebraska soon. <laughs> That's going to do it for our show this week. Next week, we have a very, very huge, huge guest. Size-wise or just nine and a half inches? Get-wise. Uh, We're going to have legendary pro wrestling announcer Jim Ross. We're going to be interviewing him. It's going to be a pre-recorded interview. I'm so pumped for uh, that. Because we're going to do it later this This week. This is not a joke. It's not me doing a voice. No, it's going to be the the actual Jim Ross. It's the real. The real. Tweet us at MILiveCast if you have any questions you'd like us to ask him. Or leave us a comment on our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. You can pick up our shirts, the Robber shirt, the Dorinsky shirt, Durinsky. a Comic Sans Pride shirt, a Wales Australia shirt, or a I Got One by the Metal Injection Livecast shirt. Just go to metalinjection.net slash livecast and hit the merch button. We'll be back next week. Thank you, as always, for listening. Please give us a five-star review on iTunes if you like the show. If you don't, just stay off iTunes. Yeah, All right. Yourself. But uh, but yeah, let, let the let complaints. the folks at iTunes know so that maybe we can get featured and make millions of dollars. And good luck trying to fuck Noah this week on OK Cupid. You don't need luck. <laughs> oh.